The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Shut it up your ass. Fuck Wendy's, okay? You know what? The lady what? who molested my cat, her name was Wendy. So fuck Wendy's, fuck a Dave's double. Oh, sorry. Okay, we're not doing that. You told me about that. Well, it's true, okay? Sorry. Look, look, if we're gonna be a team again, if we're gonna be the elite. I'm sorry to hear that. There's only one thing oh, I want. She's sexually molested. Hang on. Hey, let's for that one. What, what do you let's forget about that? What do you what do you want? Hey, That's man. up for What can we do for you? What do you want, man? What do you want? What do you need? What do you, what do you want, want, man? I want. Yeah, what do you want? You want? 
What do you want? What do you want? I don't get it. I won't. You won't. What the hell do you want, Hangman? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Do 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 do. I want my baby back ribs. That was great. James Gunn. I love that. We're back. Yeah. Holy shit. That was great. Yeah, one take. Oh, right. You're at Daly's place. I remember. What a trip down memory lane. Hell, you know what? what? Name. I'm so good. sorry about your cat. I was like, you're a dog. Uh, no, 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 I don't even have a cat. No, it's, it, you know what? Um, no, I'm thinking about it. I get that on my system. Uh-huh. Let's just go to Wendy's. Okay. Yeah. Wendy's it is. Yeah. Wendy's it is. Wendy's it is. Wendy's it is. Wendy's 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 no cheese. No cheese. No cheese. No onion for me. I love it. Let's do it. I love it. Hey, I love you guys. I love it. Cheers to that. One down. <laughs> Boom. Can we can we do it in time? I don't know. Tell me in the comments. What, what's the time limit? <laughs> Eleven o'clock. And right. what time is it now? It's four thirty seven. I was. Now it's like four forty. You yellow on that boy? Nice help yellow on my hand.
writer's room. They don't want to do many rooms so that writers are able to work their way up into the business. People in a labor union want to be paid for their work. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Any <laughs> company. <laughs> the Hollywood Hunk. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. This is huge. Wow, another Hunk fan. I can't believe it. Ah! Thank you so much. It's really nice to meet you. I really am a big fan. I have, oh a fa I have one fan. Guys, I'm with Jesse. What's your deal? I'm this Uber driver. Do you support the rider strike? Hell yeah, I do. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? You right now. Oh my god, are you serious? Hey, you're walking kind of 
I don't, that part I don't get. I, thanks for your time. Hey, my mom. Hey, my mom's writers. Hey, my mom's writers. I'll bite you. Those give sharp teeth. Ferocious. Oh, God. Who's your favorite wrestler? Do you like Wardlow? So, what does writers want? Writers, WJ wants uh, fair wages. They want to be compensated. They want, uh, you know, a number of things that are very reasonable. They're a labor union. Pay up, you know, right? Heck yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler? Favorite wrestler? Mr. Ash, Billy Gunn, baby. Woo! Hi, Desi. Hi. You, are you on strike? Everybody wants to hear me talk about why I did what I did to Kenny Omega. Without me, there is no Kenny Omega. to celebrate today. The boys just reunited. I'm excited. And we got some drinks for them. We're going to go celebrate in the ring. We got milk. We got beer. We got coke. We got water. That's right? pretty great. Hell yeah. Hell oh, you want There you go. Uh -oh. I got my favorite. Dude, I know who that boy is. Oh, yeah. special occasion Kenny I wanted to ask if maybe tonight for the first time in your life you um 
wanted to try alcohol. Oh, well, you know, I know you about better than anyone, uh, so I, I planned for this. Uh, I brought you a little something else instead. Boys! Two! Really? I don't know, guys. I don't. I don't think this is right. We sh we shouldn't. Like, look at oh, how happy Hangman hey, hey comes back and he doesn't say anything to us. I, yeah, but he didn't answer my text. He didn't answer my text. He didn't answer my calls. But he was so happy. Yeah. No, you're. You I know don't. This has gotten. We've gone too far. Way out of control. I'm sure we can all. Yeah, we should maybe get along with Kenny too. Yeah, like, yeah. Get along with yeah, all. We, get, we, we can all be friends. Yeah, we can all. We can, we all, can all, all be friends, maybe. Hey, I'm not going to show. Let's just Yeah, we're not going to tell him about Full Gear 2021. Let's just go in there and tell him. Let's just go in there. Let's just go in there. Say hi. Okay. All right. All right. Dark Order. This is the one. Right. Hey, did you like that video? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, but before we go, I just I gotta go drain the old snake. You know the old hang down. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll take a piss and I'll come right back yeah. out. Yeah. Uh -huh. Hung bucks. That's right. Hey, hanger, hanger. <gasps> yeah. Um, I, I hate to really put a damper on, on all this, but um, I I did some terrible shit back in the day. I, I don't know if you'll ever forgive me. I don't know. if... We can never go back to the way things used to be. Um, singing and all that goofy stuff that we, we just did. It's fun, but I just, I don't know if you'll ever be able to fully forgive me, you know? It's, and I'm sorry. Yeah, um, me too. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe we won't get back to this. Maybe, maybe we won't, maybe it's too late. Um, I, but maybe uh, we can't. It's any consolation, something I'm willing to work on. Me too. That's what, uh, Me too. That's what friends do, right? You know what? I, I love that. Yeah. That was great. You know what? Fuck those guys. Those motherfuckers want to sing our song yeah. and we still forget. Yeah, want to fuck this. Huh? Spirit of friendship tonight, right? Like, I'm so we want to talk about honesty, Kenny? Full Gear 2021. Oh God. This motherfucker gave Hangman the nod and gave him his busting to hit you with the buckshot lariat. Yeah, you could still be AEW World Champion if it wasn't for him. Whoa! Good Dwight. shit tonight, guys. Yeah. Have a nice night. Did my, did my ears deceive me? Oh God. After all this time.
I was AEW. When I was Matt, when I was AEW champion, when I needed to count on you the most out of anybody, when I thought I was all alone in this world, when everyone wanted to see me, when everyone wanted to see me fall, slip, break my neck, break my back, my pussy and my crack, when you could have done the unthinkable, you could have done the I don't want to swear. I don't want to swear. So help me God, I don't want to swear you now. You could have. You could have. You could have freaking. Hey! We good for Wendy's? Listen to me. You know what this guy did? Hey! What? When you had the buckshot buried on me. Oh, yeah. 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 I, was a, I was a bad guy back then. I, Oh boy, I, I wanted to give you one of these. Oh, you know what this is, right? You remember that? Double knuckle sandwich, I know. Double turkey, hold the mayo. Knuckle duster sandwich. Boom. I was gonna give that to you. And Matthew, Matt. What did you do? When you could have gave that, you could have gave hangers like a little yank. You could have done that, and you didn't do it. You found out about you the You didn't knob. do it. After all this time, Finally, these guys tell me the thing that I already knew. Oh, it's old. Matt, hang, hang, you know what, Matt? You already, you already. You know what? That took a lot of guts. That took. This guy's a real man. He name should be Man Jackson because you're a real man. All this time, you thought I wanted to take shortcuts? It was Hanger's time. Hanger beat me fair and square. Here he is. All this time thinking that he was the weak link of the elite, there was no gosh darn weak link. He was ready to take the reins. He was ready to be the champion and you allowed it. Now that is friendship. Yeah, that's I don't, look, if that isn't friendship, hey, if that isn't friendship, then what is, right? I don't know what the heck is. I, I, that's why I went there and I did the right thing, Kenny, and I was, I knew exactly what I was doing. It didn't stress me out for two years. I didn't lose sleep over it. Anxiety attacks, mm -hmm. ruined my life or anything. I knew exactly that that was the right thing to do in that moment. Get the little nod. That, you know, <laughs> this is great. Yeah, God, I feel a lot better after. Best part is. Best part is. Oh, should hey. we go? No regrets, right? No, no regrets. regrets. No regrets. Yeah, no regrets. Perfect. <laughs> By the way, here it is. Yeah. God bless you. Hey, man. Oh, that, that took a lot to admit that. Yeah, I, I admitted wow. that like a man. I'm yeah. the best. Well, You're the man. man I didn't Jackson. realize I was such a Matt, good The man Jackson. So I am the best friend. You're the best. Hey, did you like that video? Click the screen for more. And to support us, visit shopaew.com because we're the elite. The, the elite. Nick, come on, you gonna do it? Yeah, you're right, now that we're heels. The, the elite, the, the elite, the elite, the, the elite. Who wants free merchandise? I do, I do.
Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite. Yes, folks, it is time for the Wednesday night skirmish. You're on with me. I'm Christopher Ams. That's uh, A-M-B-S, like lambs with Noel and bullshit first thing in the morning. Uh, joining me, I think. Jimmy, are you there? Hello? I'm still fucking. Am I having problems? There's a chicken there saying Bill oh. Body, Bill oh. Body. Yeah, for Christ's sake, I was saying I was Bill Body, man. I heard you. <laughs> you can't hear me, Chris. Oh, man, this internet connection is... Oh, my God. Fucked. There goes the joke. Look. I'm Bill Barty, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'm the host of the skirmish for now. I'm your not-so-much host, Jimmy T, or is it Bill Barty? And my co-host, he's the evil dose of them all. He is the only one he got shit right as per usual, apparently. He is the EST of the PWC. He is <laughs> Jeff Lipman. Welcome back to the Wednesday Night Skirmish and what's happening. Thank you. I don't really need to be here. I'm just here to take my victory lap as being the only person in the entire wrestling community who got everything right, who went against the grain, who took all the dunks and all the kicks and all the assaults and all the abuse for properly reporting that not only was AEW not getting an extension of their contract, not getting big money, not getting extra years, and that nothing was going to go on max, no PLEs, no pay-per-views, nothing. And, uh, and and that not only was Collision not being paid for by Warner Brothers Discovery, but Collision was being paid for by Tony Khan buying the time. And he basically confirmed that by saying there were no there was no change to the contract, uh, which means that Collision either uh, Warner Brothers was giving them that time as a gift, which never happens in television, but people buying television time happens all the time. So uh, there you go, folks. There you go, go Chris. Give it a second. There you shot. go. All right, there's the fucking chicken. My internet's back. So let's do this shit again. I am your host, Christopher Ams. That's AMBS, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Joining me tonight is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast. Even if you're road, he won't tell you to suck on D's. He's a champion of the Aborigines. Jimmy T of the PWC. Jimmy, how the hell are you, mate? It's Bill Barty. <laughs> careful, careful about being the champion of uh, the Aboriginals, man. Uh, I don't think they'll agree <laughs> with you there, Chris. But nevertheless, I am great. I'm with my friend over here. It, yes, it is Cody's chicken. But for tonight, it's Bill Barty. All right, we'll get to that little fucker in a minute. <laughs> also joining us this week from the city that invites us all to be more. The doctor, the lawyer, an occasional voyeur. The man, the myth, the legend, the gardener of doom himself, Jeff Lippman. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I already did my victory lap while you were having internet problems, so... I know, he's he's so great, he had to get it twice. Damn right. All right, all right. 
I'm going to take that lap as many times as I can in, uh, on as many platforms and forums as I can because I'm the only one and I want to be acknowledged. Right. Well, we acknowledge you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let's fucking get into it because I, I, I don't. I legitimately do not know who the fuck Billy Body is or anything that he has said other than the fact that someone once confronted him at a fan fest and he bitched out. That's it. That's literally all I know about this fucking guy. So, Jimmy, this is a guy who apparently has some fucking comments to say about, um, you know, the Hameen army. So let's go ahead and we'll read this quote from him and uh, we'll just get into it. So this is Billy Body, right? This is this is this dude. All right. He says, quote, they don't know Jack, just like Bin. They think uh, uh, think they are entitled to a bigger audience because they wrestled once, but get sour that we get more listeners as our content is better, more informative, funnier, makes better points, and we make more accurate and intelligent predictions. We also generally just better. I think he meant. I think he means we're also generally just better, but I've come to not expect anything intelligent out of this fucking idiot already. <laughs> We also generally better and don't just talk over each other with zero format. The laziness of their content shines through to anyone with any common sense. They ain't interesting enough to press record and go. They also rarely say anything interesting. Now he's just repeating himself. And they are only noticed when they say something particularly stupid and the dirt sheets pick it up to rip them apart. Billy, the only time anyone has ever paid any attention to you is when you've been fired. Or when you bitch out because somebody's confronting you for a physical altercation. What the fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck are you? Who is this fucking guy, Jimmy? Well, first of all, he's a chicken. <laughs> and second of all, basically he's a wannabe wrestling dirt sheet journalist. That's what he is, right? And to his credit, I hate to say, you know, I hate to say that he does get a lot of his stuff correct when it comes to the dirt sheets a lot of his shit that he's said in the past has actually come out to be true but in saying that he's just a pommy poofta yes i said it not to all our uk listeners just him he's a pommy poofta first of all second of all he's full of shit he's a bitch he's literally a bitch i mean he gets confronted and bitches out and he has his kid uses his kid as a fucking excuse buddy Go fuck yourself, yeah? You were, you were, used to be cool with everyone at HMG, at Russo Brand, and not to mention keeping it 100. That's where he was always on. Now he's holding hands with the other imbecile who used to be part of our team in Brad Shepard. And now them two are basically both having sour grapes, so let's fucking destroy us. Listen here, dickhead. First of all, you're definitely not funnier than us. Absolutely not funnier than us at all. You're just not. Second of all, man, we don't need any fucking rundown sheet and we can go live and still get shit done. Unlike you, you fucking idiot. All right. Who knows what you do? But yeah, go fuck yourself. Don't worry about us. Worry about yourself. That's all I got to say for now. Yeah. I mean, these two guys are very well known for getting fired from other jobs. And, and, that's true I, too. and I don't remember them reporting anything accurately about AW and TV contracts. So... You know, they, they, listen, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying that they don't ever get anything right, because 
I don't I didn't come into this world of this day hating Brad Shepard or Bill Boddy. Um, but to criticize the people on Vin's team and, and Vince Russo's team just because they wrestled once. Now, now, Vince Russo booked three major nationally, internationally syndicated and, and viewed live television shows. Vin Hameen wrestles now. Stevie Richards wrestled for years and years and years. Stevie Ten Ray years in WWE. WWE. And Hello. is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. realistically, I mean, Stevie's probably going to get into the Hall of Fame. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a bunch of wrestlers on this network and people were in the. I, I mean, Jamie, the, the vet wrestled. I mean, this is. Al Snow, Stevie Ray. I mean, I can go on. Like, and on. fucking Stevie Ray's on the network. Go fuck yeah. yourself. I mean, what, what match did Bill Boddy or Brad Shepard have? I mean, listen, I'm not one to make fun of people's physical condition, but I'm in better shape than Brad Shepard. Uh, and Bill Boddy's only wrestling match was caught on camera between him and Sean Ross Sapp at a convention where there was some poor girl in line looking up at them as these pathetic people. Why are Mind they here? Mind you, Sean Ross Sapp was the one that confronted his bitch ass. And what did he do? Nada. You're a bitch, bro. Straight Listen, up. I have a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old, right? And I love my <laughs> little girls. And if you step to me while I've got my kids with me, that is even more reason for me to put you in the fucking ground. I will end a motherfucker who steps to me while I've got my kids with me. Holy fuck, I'd love fuck. to see him. I'd love to, like, run into him in person, man, so I can give him the biggest... It won't even be a $5 hand sl- It won't even be 10 bucks. It'll be just for free right across... Face. Bang! Mush his face. Just, he'll be the one with the ladies Louis Vuitton cowboy, cowboy hat uh, bobby pinned to his head. <laughs> yeah, that, that fucking idiot. That's exactly who Barty is. Right. This anyway. guy's so fucking irrelevant that him... I mean, him and Brad Shepard, I... Like, I've been listening to Hameen since they weren't even fucking Hameen. And I legitimately (laughs) don't fucking remember hearing either one of these two ever fucking say anything on the network. So They came later on. That's true, Chris. So fuck these guys, man. These guys don't know anything about anything. They're out here fucking talking shit. Again, they didn't accurately, you know, predict what the TV was going to be for Collision. Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) They didn't accurately predict that Sami Zayn was going to perform in Saudi Arabia. Thank you, me. They didn't be Australian. Thanks, Jimmy. Um, And, you know, like, fuck these guys. These guys don't know nothing about nothing. These guys want to talk all this fucking shit about Hameen and the Hameen Media Group and everything. Fuck them. They don't know what they're talking about. These guys can all get fucked. I'm so fucking tired of these idiots. Yeah. That's that's LA Night at the Grease. No need to give them free advertising. Yeah, fuck Bill Barty. Fucking Hanzid. In your language. Literally, no need to turn this shoot into more work for them. Exactly. No more. Never again. Okay, also have to point something out from from today, actually, on the Hameen Media Media Group Facebook page. I posted something that I thought was kind of funny and got a lot of of defensive quotes from people uh, about it. So Lance Storm tweeted the other night, and he said... You know, Vince Russo is tuning in on Sunday and going to be very disappointed when the four pillars match doesn't have a pillar in each corner with the box hanging <laughs> from them. Bro, missed opportunity. That shit's funny. I Like, listen, man. Like, here's the one thing that I'm always going to be able to do. One thing that I'm going to hang my hat on as, as a podcaster. I just say shit like I feel, you know? Like, I might not be should. the most accurate fucking person in the world or whatever, but I don't bitch out. I don't fucking tell people they're great if I don't really think they're great. You know, 
Vince Russo Vince Russo has a lot to hang his hat on. Like Jeff said, he, he's been the head booker of three major professional wrestling organizations. He's He's been in charge when some of the best stuff in the history of professional wrestling was created. He was in charge when the character of The Rock became a thing. Like, like The Rock says. Like, the guy can really hang his hat, hat on a lot. And also, he probably overexposed the business a little bit in WCW. David, I can't. And also, <laughs> and also, he's got a little bit of a thing for things hanging on poles. Like, th this is just, th this is the truth about Vince Russo. And when you listen to me on a podcast, you're yeah, always going to get the truth, right? I love Vince Russo. I think he's fucking hilarious. And I think that he is both a genius and a moron, like all of us. <laughs> like every single person in the world, I think, who's capable of genius, they're also capable of doing things completely stupid. Now, the Hameen Army apparently did not agree with this, and there was a lot of defensive folks on the Hameen Media Group page today really? getting kind of angry oh, at Lance Storm about this. And come on, this was a joke, guys. This was a joke. Everybody calm the fuck down. What'd they say? Like, out of curiosity, I just want to know. Did they... All right. Did RBV comment by any chance? No, RBV didn't comment. Okay, uh, here's one. Mr. Personality is mad because he got a big push under Russo. Should have made him a job guy. What? Like, no. That, like, Lance is joking. Like... All okay. right. This coming from one of the most boring, stale, and uninteresting wrestlers of all time. Lance Storm has the personality of a dried-up rice cake, which is kind of a funny comment in itself. But also, guys, like, I guarantee you, if Vince Russo's in a room and Lance Storm says this to him, Vince Russo laughs. Because that's funny. Or Vince says, Russo oh, has a sense of fuck off and laughs. I mean... Yeah. These I are agree. guys who work together. I mean, this, this is this is not a this is not a low blow. And exactly. and by the way, if Come it on. is, Vince Russo can stick up for himself. I mean, he's perfectly capable of handling. Yeah, bro. Come on, man. He's he's our big boss. You know, I mean, Bin's our boss, but you know, Vince Russo is the boss. And man, we got nothing but respect and love for him, man. We can fuck around, but come on, guys, take take a chill pill. It's a joke. It's a joke. Get it? Joke. No need to get serious for a minute. Joke is not get a four-letter word. Away. <laughs> Good call. Good call. All right. Jesus. Is there anything else to talk about from the from the world of professional wrestling? Uh, oh, before I'm we get sure into there this? is, but I, I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna find plenty of opportunity to talk about it during the course of this fine show, your show, Chris. Good call. Yes. Good call. All right. Let's get into my show. So. Orange Cassidy is apparently the only person who can start a show. Uh, apparently, there's some tick that Tony Khan has where if Orange Cassidy's music isn't the first thing that plays, his head will blow up or something. Uh, <laughs> that's not it. Had to. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's opening the night defending against an unmasked Ultimo Dragon. Oh, wait. No. That's Ultimo Dundee, Kyle Fletcher. Right? Uh Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! Jimmy, does, does it really offend you every time that Don Tony talks about them and he doesn't? He goes Aussie Open. He doesn't know how to say Aussie Open. Aussie, Aussie. I hate that, bro. One thing I hate about Americans and probably Canadians too—they're probably guilty of this as well—is why do you all say Aussie? 
We then don't. it's, it's Aussie. Aussie. You I, don't. I, I'm aware I've never Australia. heard anyone say Aussie. I've only heard Actually, you don't either. You know what? You guys surprised me. I, I appreciate the fact that you guys actually pronounce it properly. Continue, not, not to be moving off of Bill Body and onto Don Tony, but Don Tony <laughs> has known Jason Solomon, I don't know, what, 15 years, and he still calls him the solo monster. <laughs> Solo monster, like S O L O monster. Right, right, right. It's like Solomon. It's Solomon. Like King Solomon. <laughs> like, yeah, Solomon. Because that's his last Solomon name. Not the DT. Solo monster. It's not like he changes the pronunciation when he goes into monster form. Ah, uh, oh man. It's DT. It's now Solo monster. <laughs> and it's Aussie, not Aussie. Aussie. Just for everybody yeah. out there. That's it. Yeah. With but a Z. This is what I call thin mayonnaise. So. Thin jar of mayonnaise. <sighs> Jesus. Really? Come on, guys. He yeah. did well. He did well. you got to give him that. All right. Um, they badly yeah. fucked up the first spot that they had here. With uh, They were attempting to do an, uh, a DDT on the apron uh, from the top rope. And basically what it turned into was, I guess, an arm drag? I don't arm know. Arm drag. But uh, yeah. anyway, it wasn't good. Um Fletcher was trying to get a pop for holding Cassidy up for a stall suplex. It's not fucking impressive. I can hold my cat in the air for five minutes too, you dumb cunt. Um, and I know you'll get that reference because you're from Australia, you dumb cunt. Hey, that's becoming popular, man. Everyone's starting to use that. Even Bin, our own very own Bin, is calling cunts dumb cunts. It, it just, I mean, it's a fucking fantastic curse. That's a good, come on, guys. You've you got to give us some credit here. That is a fantastic saying. It's not like when you hear British people curse and they're like, and he did the Tory and the Lori thing and then this, 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 Nick, Nick. And you're like, what the fuck did you just, that's not even English. What are you fucking saying? Boot in the loo. What? It's, yeah, not like when, no. it's not like when Billy Body starts cursing, right? We can actually understand what Jimmy's saying. We know what a cut uh, of is. Of course. It doesn't sound cool when a friggin' when a pommy poofter says it. I'm just saying. Well, listen, <laughs> I want to hear Chris's uh, elaboration on this match and all of the ridiculous moves that Orange Cassidy kicked out of. Where oh, ridiculous! Put away the Undertaker. Ridiculous, Ridic yeah, ridiculous. But please, Chris. Yeah. All right. So they come back from break. Um, there's a spike DDT by Cassidy. They go back and forth with some impressive-looking moves, moves, including a spinning motion Michinoku driver from Fletcher, which uh, gets a two-count. Um, both guys clearly working hard in this match, and I, I thought to myself today as I'm watching this, you know, if they would just call this a cruiserweight championship and if this would just be cruiserweights, and if Orange Cassidy would stop doing the lazy gimmick, I might not hate Orange Cassidy. I, I might I might hate him less, at least, if they would just say, all right, he's a cruiserweight champion, this is a cruiserweight match, and, you know, he just wrestled. I, I might hate him a little less. Um, anyway, there's, there's, a, uh, there's a tombstone, and then Fletcher oh. bounces right back up with a spinning tombstone. To follow up the Tombstone Pile Driver, and it gets a two count. Um, there is an avalanche. I don't even remember what the fuck it was, but some some kind of a fucking avalanche Michinoku driver or something, <laughs> and a two count. Wasn't it like Contoro Avalanche or fucking some shit? I mean, you said some shit like that. I'm sure. I'm sure El Mascaco had something <laughs> fucking funny to call it. That was some. That was some. 
some nobody from Mexico used it one time and named it that, so he remembers Actually, what it's called. I think it was the Mortal Kombat move, the Kintaro Avalanche or some shit like that. Perfect. No, Wonderful. really. That's what he, I'm, I'm being serious, by the way. I, I'm waiting for somebody to pull off the Goro and just rip somebody's fucking arms <laughs> off and beat them to death. Goro suicide. And still kick out. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and Orange Cassidy would still kick out. And then his <laughs> and then his limp arm somewhere off in the distance would just hold up a thumb. <laughs> God damn! For fuck's sake, this guy, man. Um, the like, match was eighteen minutes long. Wasn't it <laughs> that long? Yes. For starters, like no, Jeff no, Jeff, out. no. Listen, according to the theory of relativity, okay, this match was one hundred and seventy-eight minutes long. That's that's how long this look, fucking match was, according to the theory of relativity. It, it, look, God, it wasn't as bad. Fuck. Look, the fans did chant "fucking this is awesome" at one stage. Believe it or not, I know it's AEW fans. Two, according to Jeff, I'm an Orange Cassidy Mark Tud because I said one time that he had match of the night with Will Ospreay months ago. Anyway, six months. No. Do you remember? I can't remember what event. Anyway, who cares? Anyway, I don't even want to go back on that. Oh, was it Forbidden Door? Yeah, do you remember Forbidden Door? I think you agreed too. I haven't shut up about it since. Oh, he's he's the one that doesn't shut up about it just quietly. But yeah, one too many fucking big spots and just to not finish Orange Cassidy off, ridiculous. Especially after the top rope uh what was it a pole driver the tombstone pole driver mm-hmm. ridiculous man it should have been done and dusted by that point and then followed into a mishinoku driver come on man finishes have to fucking mean something right like that's that like professional wrestling you can't just keep burying everything no and if you're not gonna win then don't do those spots period because no, it doesn't make not. you look better it makes you look shitter because you you've done all that and you still can't win Fuck off. Yep. Don't be bitter. Yep. Be a shitter. No, it sucks yeah. to do all these devastating moves and to kick out, to, to, to lose by a schoolboy or a crucible. I mean, that's not like, like or the mousetrap. That, you know, that was clever a couple of times. It's not clever every single week. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for me, this match took forever. I, I just, there was, there was a few spots this match where I was just, I was literally thinking to myself, I'm just going to tell Jimmy to do this fucking show with Jeff. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. I would rather watch The Expanse. I would rather put on MLB The Show. Uh, like, I would. You, there's a hundred things that, I would rather you? do <laughs> than fucking watch Orange Cassidy kick out of all these devastating moves again. Fuck. I was close. I was this close to actually attempting to do the show on my own. And, I'm, and then I thought, nah, fuck that. I'm, I will tell you guys, and I mean this. This is my prediction. Okay, this is my next prediction, and we'll see who gets. In the, we'll see if my prediction is right here. Um, I really don't give a fuck about predictions. I don't think it makes you cool to predict things, you dumb fucking cunt. Um, yeah, Jeff. No, not, not Jeff. <laughs> Actually, Jeff is wonderful. We love Jeff. Um, Jeff is our Nostradamus. Um, no, here's my prediction. Uh, Orange Cassidy is the one to dethrone MJF eventually. What? No. What are you talking about, bro? Yep, that's, that's my prediction. prediction. When? Yeah. How long? I think MJF uh, wins at the pay-per-view, uh, beats Adam Cole in some kind of a, I don't know, two-month program. House, and house, then, lights out match. And then the next 
and then the next person who gets a shot at him is Orange Cassidy, and Orange Cassidy is the one who takes the belt. Yeah. I'm going to say it now. If that fucking happens, I'll... I don't know if I should say it. I might do a Cody and not go for the World Heavyweight Championship ever again. Maybe I should never be on the skirmish ever again if that... Ha- I'm telling you, Chris, if that happens... I don't want yeah. it to happen. That's the, that's the nightmare scenario for me. But that's what I'm seeing from all this booking. He, he was originally booked to just mow down everybody with his orange punch, which is the most asinine fucking finisher. I don't care. Everybody's like, oh, is it any worse than the uh, bionic elbow? Yes, because the guy hitting the bionic elbow <laughs> yeah. was 300 fucking pounds. <laughs> yeah, and first of all, you know what? You're probably right. I mean, look, look, TK, the Mark Tard himself, is a Mark Tard for Orange Cassidy, so Ooh. I wouldn't put Ooh. it past him. Yeah, it's bad, man. And people actually think he's popular because he's always the opening act, which gets the Big Bang Theory lag before people, you know, change the channel. Uh huh. Jesus Christ. Uh huh. What no, was the I don't number this think week? That. What was the number this week, Jeff? Do we have the number from this week? <laughs> yeah, overall it was eight forty-six. Which eight forty-six? Uh, it was for up a, a show bit. for a show where a CM Punk fucking announcement was expected. Right, and Ooh. a go home for for a pay per view as well. So yeah, I mean. I, you know, the, the big announcement thing, yes, did it go up from last week? It went up 33 or 32,000. But, but there was no NBA on. Yes, there was the NHL, but there was no NBA on against it. The, the big, the new excuse is Vanderpump Rules, which does a one and a half million. I decline to believe that the wrestling audience and the Vanderpump Rules uh, audience overlaps with the exception of me. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck? Lisa Lisa Vanderpump, the former Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Yeah, uh, she owns a <laughs> she owns a number of restaurants sake, in in, uh, in the Southern California area. Very posh, very British. Her her husband was a footballer. What, she what sounds was way name? cooler than Billy Body. She is. She's definitely True. cooler than Billy Body. Who's her husband? I forget his name. It's it's like Cliff or something. He oh, sounds way cooler than Billy yeah. Body. It's it's, it's the real housewives, so the, the the husbands are sort of secondary characters. But she left in a huff about four years ago. She got into a fight with Kyle Richards, which some of you may remember from the Halloween movies. Oh, there you go. No, <laughs> I, I couldn't care less. Exactly, but he still less. sounds cooler than Billy Body. Her from the Prairie. Her sister Kim Richards from Escape from Witch Mountain. That's it. No. no. No, no, no. Well, her sister is Kathy Hilton. You, surely you've heard of her. Oh, her her no. niece is Paris Hilton. No, none of that? Oh, Paris okay. Hilton, I, yes. I know the family, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the Hiltons, yes. I probably know who they are. I just don't give a fuck right now. All right. I mean, they sold <laughs> yeah. the hotel franchise, but still. The hotel people. Anyway, Ricky Stark says he's sick and tired of Jay and Juice, so his DQ wasn't him losing his cool. He knew exactly what he was doing last week. It was on purpose. And then Bullet Club Good attack and beat him <laughs> up. Yes, I'm calling them Bullet Club Good because gold doesn't really fit for these two crazy gold. fuckers. Um, gold. They're good. They're the Bullet Club Good. Um, I, I don't know, guys. Uh, I want Jay White to be something impressive, but this is just, this is the middest of mid-card midness of all midness. What the fuck is going on here? Jimmy, First, you, you, you're you telling me that this guy's a fucking superstar. Is Bullet Club good, uh, like, even worthwhile? Are they Bullet Club mid? I see what you did there. I see what you did there. First of all, it is Bullet Club mid right now. 
I mean, let's be real here, right? I mean, other than Jay White. Second of all, I keep saying this week in, week out, right here on this very show. I keep saying, give Jay White the microphone and let him cut a promo in the ring. Yes, we saw a promo in the back, but I don't care about that. I want to see him cut a promo in the middle of the fucking ring so he can show everybody who he is, what he is, and what he's doing there in the first place. He hasn't even explained why he's in AEW. I know he doesn't have to, but it's little things like that that make a hell of a difference. Just like Scott Hall. You know who I am, but you don't don't know why why I'm I'm here. It's little things like that that matter to me, man. But we don't get that shit. It's not just you, Jimmy. Like, it's not just you. Those little things, they help help underline a character so much better than a 15-minute match against fucking commander for fuck's sake <laughs> but jeff i wanted to ask you um how can we possibly fit an in-ring promo you know when we've got 18 minutes worth of of time allotted to orange cassidy and fucking ultimo dundee well you know that they tell the stories in the ring um i don't know what story this was but they tell the stories in the ring jim valley who i used to respect who's just yeah, an jim aw valley. marked hard said if you don't believe a- Orange Cassidy is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, I don't know what to tell you. He oh my defends his title oh. every week, and it's a different story oh, oh, in, oh, in the ring every week. I mean, the off, Jim Valley from yeah. PW Torch originally, yeah. you know that? Yeah, can, can, he's can become I, an AEW Mark Todd. Yeah, can, can I can I say something for a second? Listen, Please. we are all pro wrestling fans here, of course, um, and and the three of us are long time pro wrestling fans, like. I've been a, I've been watching wrestling longer than most wrestling fans have been alive times too. So I'm allowed to say this. We like to throw out the word stories and psychology when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> They're really the simplest kind of stories and the simplest kind of psychology there is. It's not that complex. Every now and then you get something. Every now and then someone tells a really excellent story in, in the ring. And it's rare. It's so rare that we remember them. And they are called moments. Most wrestling stories... The story is is the baby faces fighting from behind. They, they're getting beat up. They make the hot tag. The brute comes in. The brute tags out. And then they do the high spot and win. I mean, that, that that's your story. David versus Goliath. Simple stuff like that. So to call these things stories and psychology, we're all, we're in our little bubble world over-elevating the, these words. We're, we're taking these words and using them liberally. But Are you, are you saying that wrestling is not smart enough to be doing this type of shit anymore? What he's saying, saying, what he's saying is that there are only a few Bret Hart's in this world, and everybody <laughs> else is just okay. I'm saying Bugs Bunny cartoons have more complex stories and more interesting psychology, <laughs> wow. and, and that's not in Bugs Bunny cartoons. Some of the greatest work ever made. So, yeah, I, I'm just saying. But Orange Cassidy doesn't have matches. His matches is that he's lazy, but he really works hard, and that he's basically indestructible, and nothing can hurt him. Well, and there's the problem. That's, that's it's the same story every time. He's a contradiction, though. So that's his character, right? He's lazy, but he but he works hard. I mean, that's fucking stupid when you really break it down, right? Mm-hmm. Is it not? Oh, I'm too good for wrestling, right? But I need to work my ass off anyway. Like fuck I mean, off. It's, it's he's got a he's got Sorry, a little of- clever gimmick. It's a clever gimmick. It's it's funny for three or four weeks to a regular person. Is it original? It was. Is it still fresh? No, it's not. He's no longer freshly squeezed. Yeah, starting to. Uh, he's starting to taste like he's. It's starting to taste like orange juice after you brush your teeth. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. I just made everyone listening cringe. That's that's uh, wonderful. We've all done it. Uh, 
That's as bad as fucking nails on a fucking blackboard, dude. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Except oh. it's called a chalkboard. Just quit being racist. Uh, uh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I have to think of uh, North American Why it doesn't have to be dialect. Why can't it just be parent fucker? <laughs> or, or two people who have children fucker. Birthing person fucker. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're going that route. Don't worry. No, don't worry. No. Yes, we're we not are. Going that yes, we way. are. You, you know and we the are. rest of the world can go wherever the fuck you <laughs> hey, want. I can't call a woman a woman anymore. They're a person now, Chris. Careful. I mean, they've always been people, but <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm pretty sure that most <laughs> women still want to be called women. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Ninety-five percent of them, and the five percent who don't are loudmouth motherfuckers on the internet, like Billy Body. They don't fucking matter. The best thing you can do with these people is just roll your eyes and ignore them. Don't let them fucking change things about the fucking world that you live in. You know, I, I was reading a thing today. Sorry, now we're on this fucking subject, and it, it fucking this bothered me today. Like something that really bothered me today, and I'm sorry. It's not you today be about professional wrestling. It bothered me in like a personal way. So I was reading an article by a guy who was writing for the Telegraph. Okay, and uh. Uh, he was a debate coach in Florida, who was saying that um, part of the debate structure is that when you're part of a debate team, you learn who the judges are going to be for your debate about an hour before your debate so that you can look them up on this uh there's a there's some kind of a internet program that you can look up the names of these judges and there will be certain things in there about what they like versus what they don't like do they like if you say a lot of things and download everything into a minute or do they like you to be more smooth and more take your time with things and get to the point eventually at the end of your of your comment right they they tell you how they like to hear a debate so he was referencing that there are many people now who are on this thing as as judges they are supposed to be judges of debate who are just blatantly saying things like um i'm i'm before before being a debate coach i am a neoliberal marxist and i won't be giving points to anyone who makes an argument about how capitalism is good or how you know the socioeconomic uh reality of the west is a positive or okay here's the thing if you're not going to judge a debate based on the debate then you can't <laughs> fucking judge a debate that's the point. The whole fucking point of being able to judge a debate is being able to look at something and say, um, okay, I might not personally agree with this, but the points that you made are more sentient than the other points in this person's fucking in the other person's argument. Therefore, you win the debate because you're better at debating. That's the fucking point of it. And this kind of shit, who's who's the master debater? Well, Who isn't? Yeah. Um, exactly. Jinda's on fire today, man. I'm telling you. Good for you, Jinda. Um, uh, Jinda's also cooler than Billy Body. Um, by a mile. Li- listen, I wouldn't bring this up if I didn't think that it was important. Here's why I think it's important. Because the people who are currently judging debates um, in the United States... They're not people who are doing nothing with their lives. They are generally people who are working their way through law school. There are people who are doing these kinds of things right now who will eventually be 
in charge of our law practices. There will eventually be people who are judges in the United States. They are generally people who will become important people in the West if we don't wake up to what's going on right now. And this kind of thing can absolutely not be allowed. Now, listen, you can you can argue that I live in a bubble and that I only see things based on one thing, but I don't. I pay attention to what's going on on the other side too. I, I can I can quite easily say that what's her name green in the states there is a fucking crazy person and should never have been admitted what the fuck is her name jeff what's marjorie taylor green. yeah marjorie taylor green is a fucking crazy person okay this is the person who should never be allowed to run anything this should this is a person who should never represent herself never mind a district of the united states okay but also I don't see anybody writing articles about how there are people out there who are saying in a debate fucking format, I won't listen to any any debate that disagrees with what I already believe. I only see that on one side. So I am fucking terrified of that side. I only have one question about the debates and how are the demos? What do you mean? <laughs> how are the demos? I'm I'm sure they're great. I'm sure the they 18 get to 49 and the key demos. How are the demos? I mean, I'm sure they're great. But anyway, all right, let's get back to rest. Not, not even a snicker. <laughs> I'll get I've back. Got to nothing to <laughs> to, to say right. about this. So. <laughs> All right, back to professional wrestling. Jungle Boy is backstage. He gives a promo about driving to Vegas. And every time he drives to Vegas, he's a little bit different. And I wrote, and I wrote here, this guy has zero charisma. Zero. None. Like zero? Like, <laughs> he is a charisma vacuum. The oh, people get around vacuum. him have less charisma because of him. What, what, what's it? What it's Captain called? Charisma was more boring for having been in a fucking <laughs> feud with this guy. Oh, man, I'm getting is a vacuum Calvin fucking sound effect. What is it? Absolute zero? <laughs> He's absolute zero charisma. Absolute zero charisma, as Jericho would say. Zero or, or... charisma. <laughs> zero charisma. All right. Anyway, next up, FTR come to the ring to talk. And, you know, these guys got over by having great matches. Like, they got over by being the best tag team in the world. And they showed us that by having tag team matches as a tag team. Jimmy, in yes. the two months or so since they re-won the tag team championships, can you tell me how many tag team matches FTR have had on AEW television? Uh, does that include trails matches? No. Well, zero, as a matter of fact. So uh, similar to Jungle Boy's charisma level. Yeah. Zero. 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 But I'm telling you, man, I've been saying this. Since they've won the tag championships, they've gone cold. What about <laughs> like, on Ring of Honor? Have they been doing it on Ring of Honor? I haven't been watching it, oh, <laughs> unfortunately, okay. Jeff. What about so Dark I'm or Dark sure. Elevation? I'm in the dark on that one too, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. I'm very dark. But the point is, FTR right now are cold as ice. Up until maybe this past week on Dynamite, they kind of, you know, have come back slightly. Mark Briscoe is the only thing holding this story together. 
That's true. And oh man, that was the best bitch slap I ever saw. Oh yeah. It was he I mean, Mark Briscoe did something here. Uh okay, FTR actually cut a pretty solid promo here saying that double J Lethal need to call the Queen of the Mountain. No, not your bitch wife Karen, but Dixie Carter to make sure they've got a job. Dixie <laughs> Carter hasn't owned anything in professional wrestling in a very long time. This is a funny. This is an extremely <laughs> dated fucking reference. You might as well say, Oh, you need to call Ted Turner and make sure you've got a job. <laughs> I have I have one point about Karen Jarrett. Go. Karen Angle. Boobs. 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 Eh, she used to be hotter years ago. She's kind of getting that. Uh, first of all, she Most looks like a tootsie, man. women are in that. that uh, I know, but she's got a flat back, real flat back, if you know what I mean. She walks around like a real tootsie, which is annoying. Oh. You know what? She she just looks like, what is she? She's like useless. She comes across as useless to me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry. No offense to any woman out there. I'm just saying. Very useful to me. <laughs> well, she's useful maybe in one way. But... I could probably find a use for her. Yeah. Uh, Mark Briscoe comes down to the ring, and uh, him and Dax get into it a little bit. I think it's Dax. I can never keep these two fucking Dax fight. underpants. I can't even tell the difference. The bald is Dax. The bald one's Dax. Good. Okay, I got it right then. So him and Dax have a little <laughs> argument about last week where he got pile-driven. Mark is apparently the biggest fucking moron in the world. And I mean... Wow. You know... <laughs> Right, Fuck, he, has, he hasn't been in wrestling for 21 years and he's never seen anybody hit the wrong Whoa. guy. But, but keep your hands where we can see them. It's supposed to be a vacuum. Doesn't matter. Keep your hands where we can see them. <laughs> anyway, Briscoe slaps Dax. They have a little bit of a pull apart or whatever. Uh, Mark bails out. Uh, and then uh, Double J Lethal's whole crew comes down. Briscoe shoves Karen out of the way. He shoves Sanja Dutt. And he slaps Jeff before walking up to Jay Lethal and telling him, I don't care about these people. And uh, I'll be calling the match down the down the middle at double or nothing. Down the middle. How uh, is anyone more useless than Satnam Singh? Um Okay, he's yeah, the only one much. that he's the only one that Mark Briscoe didn't slap. So I mean, that tells me something about Mark Briscoe. He'll he'll push a woman out of the way, and he'll he'll definitely assault a fifty year old man. But there's Satnam Singh. Never mind. I'm gonna have a nice chat with you, Jay. <laughs> In fairness, yeah. I think he was just trying to grow up her boobs. God That's damn it, Karen! That was some red, redneck groping. Oh, redneck That's the groping. redneck Weinstein. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Settle down, Jeff. Settle down. Nah. In all honesty, though, you you boys are right. I mean, Mark Briscoe made this whole fucking segment. Sure, FTR play try to be the cool kids by saying, oh, you know, Dixie Carter and blah blah blah. But in a way, as much as I liked it, it, when Dax fucking talks, it makes me cringe though, man. And is it just me? Has Dax put on weight, but Cash has put on some guns? I mean, what's going on here? One's becoming fat, the other one's getting more ripped. But have you guys noticed that? Yeah, okay. It's just always been, uh, you know... You know what? Dax said the same thing about you and me, Jimmy. Did he? Well, he can eat a dick, fat cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, look at those guns. That's right, and you stop touching buttons. Vacuum. It's his show. Fucking charisma vacuum. Tell if you want to push the button. Well, anyway, Jeff, impossible. could they possibly book FTR worse than they have over the last two months? 
Um, I think they could, but it would be hard. Wait, what? I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you would get hard, Jeff. No, 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 stop that. Stop it. Um, Um, God damn it. That's like drinking orange juice after brushing your teeth before your eyes. Exactly. Um, I don't know. This, This is... The whole thing with this being Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett in the tag team title picture, again, I mean, have they ever not been in the tag team title picture for the past four months? This is, I mean, it's irritating. I mean, I don't love the gun club, but they were the champions. I, you know, I do like the acclaim, but they haven't been, they haven't been in it seriously since then. You know, what, you know, we have all these tag teams running around. By the way, Aussie Open, they, they signed them to a contract. What, Aussie. Yeah, Aussie. One of one of them is is um, injured. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yep. I mean, New Japan stripped them is of both their belts. It's got to be. Has, he's got bad hips, man. He, they're they're way big, way too we wide. We know. He's yeah, like no. he's like pigeon. He's like pigeon hipped. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why, man. I wonder, and he's bow legged too. I mean. Yeah, strange. I, I don't know, but I know it's like yeah, Paris. Like you just hired Wish FTR. You just hired our stunt doubles. I guess they'll be part of the brand. But... They wrestle completely differently between the two of them. Let's be honest. Even for the big bloke, he can do some high spots for a big guy and for a wide hip guy, mind you. For just a wide hipped guy. Oh, wide. like a child. What do you think I said? White hand hips. Yeah. What do you think I said? White hip guy. Yes, I thought you said white. He's hip definitely guy not hip. Like... <laughs> he's he's not a hip guy. Jeff's like, has this guy come out to rap music recently? What the I fuck? Actually, he out? has. Haven't you heard the entrance song? It's "Run the Jewels," Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi! Boy, that's great rap. Run the jewel. You know, run the jewels. The rappers. No, you, I you sure you don't know. Chris, do you know run the jewels? That's who does the song. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, it's Americans that actually do the song. So. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay. Terrific. Yeah, yeah, it's hip hop. It's a good uh, song. Yeah. All right. So Sammy Guevara cuts a super baby promo backstage. Um, Renee says, uh, you know, I hate to I hate to even talk to you about what MJF said, but MJF <laughs> told me that you still want to take the money. You can still take the money. <laughs> Fucking Renee. And, uh, and Sammy is just the baby facest of all baby faces ever. He's just he's super, super not going to do that, man, because people have been telling me since I was a kid that I still am, but they've been telling me my whole life life that i need to live in the real world but guess what i do live in the real world and in the real world i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna say my prayers and i'm gonna take my vitamins i'm gonna what you're gonna do brother when sammy guevara runs wild on you what the fuck is what is sammy guevara what the fuck? Oh, but let, let, let me say something first of all he's fooling us all man this is all bullshit i think he's gonna throw it down I think he's going to lay down for MJF to get the win in the end. I truly think that. I think this is all a facade and he's just playing up the white meat baby face just to swerve us, bro. That's what I think. That, that's what I'm thinking anyway. We'll see, though. I could be way off, but something tells me that's what it is. At this I don't point, care I about think it. I would I, fucking prefer that. Jeff, go ahead. I don't care about a word that Sammy Guevara says. The, him doing a face turn that I'm no longer a sidekick is meaningless Unless he, until he turns on Jericho, 
him just one day not being with that group and them walking around without him and making no reference to the fact that he's missing and Anna J.A.S. is missing and Ty Conti Mello Guevara whatever is missing. <laughs> they just don't talk about it at all. Like, Jimmy, you can do the neuralizer thing now. Oh, the, yeah, true. The, the face turn that I'm no longer a sidekick only happens when you stop being the sidekick and then you defeat your old mentor then you move on to the next thing this like missed an entire seven months of story uh he's not likable anyway i don't think that he's part of the swerve i don't think it matters people don't like him anyway if anyone's going to swerve us it's going to be jungle boy and that's about all they can do at this point because this whole thing has exposed just how far behind mjf especially jungle boy and sammy are but even I mean, Darby is is interesting. He has personality. He has a presence. But he's really small, and he's sort of a one-note kind of guy, and his one note is kind of sour and dour. And Jungle Boy, though, has, has he's got nothing. I mean, literally nothing. He has nothing going for him except for his, his dad's good looks. That is, that is it. That's the end. So the only thing to try with him at this point is to turn him heel. Yeah. Look at that. The listeners gave you a round of applause for that one, Jeff. I love our audience. I love our live studio audience. They're quiet, usually. Wow. They're pumped for that one. But you bring up an interesting point. Like, really. I think Jungle Boy is a smoky to turn heel because if you think about it, there are signs of him sort of a little tiny bit heelish. I think Jeff is onto something, actually, Chris. So he can be a super boring heel instead. Cool. <laughs> True, Whatever. Fair point. Whatever. Fair point. This guy is not a good professional wrestler. Like he's he's a guy who this guy. You listen. If you want to book this fucking guy in your PWG show or whatever, go <laughs> ahead. I, that's great. You know the PWG, not the PWC, which is far superior, by the way. The PWC will never book Jungle Boy because he has nothing interesting to say ever. Fuck that guy is boring. <laughs> Jinder with the fucking banger right there. Sammy turned into a born again virgin. <laughs> no Tayamelo Conti Guevara. They're gonna born again to, virgin. They're gonna have to bust out that Riho Women's Championship belt if they put the belt on Jungle Boy. Did Which one? The him? Rosie O'Donnell Championship, whatever it was. Yeah, the, the visual of him holding the AEW title. <laughs> it was bigger than he was. Oh, are those tag belts. When, when, like you ordered ordered it looks like he ordered something online and like he got the size completely wrong. Hey, look who it is. It's our very own Johnny Enright saying the only thing worth talking about last night was my friend Lady Frosty. We'll fucking get there. Jesus. Always <laughs> things that are worth talking about. <laughs> yes. Uh, the next thing that's worth talking about was a trios match between the House of Black and a trio of a couple of jobbers and uh, Grand Metallic. No, it's just, just Metallic now. He's totally he's, different guy. He's not uh, Grand anymore. Okay. Honestly, when I saw him making his entrance, because it was on Picture in Picture, so I was listening to some fucking Tim Hortons commercial or whatever, but I saw Metallic starting to come down, and I was like, oh, man, we're getting another fucking Commander match. And then I went, oh, wait, that's, that's not Commander. Right, so <laughs> it's a metallic. It looks yeah, like well, he just took uh, Kyle Fletcher's outfit and dyed it. Pretty. You know what? He's put on weight. I think a little bit. 
that mask looks kind of tight on his head. Just saying. Either that or just being in AEW automatically <laughs> makes you gain 50 pounds because, you know, of reference, right? When you're yeah. in the WWE and you weigh 180 pounds, you look like <laughs> fucking tiny. But when you're in AEW and you weigh 180 pounds, you look like fucking Roosh last week. <laughs> just looking like fucking Mexican Hulk out there. Like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Mixed anyway, the rules. special rule that the challengers picked because that's something that you do in this type of match now. Because wow, 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 wow. Um, the special rule the challengers picked was that uh, there can be one member in the ring per team, but they don't have to tag. Which basically means that every time someone gets thrown out of the ring, another person gets to jump into the ring, even oh. if there hasn't been a tag. Oh, but yes, they still tag in and out while they're in the ring. Because why the fuck? What the fuck was this fucking stupid nonsense? I was saying the exact same thing on the machismo with Jeff and I earlier. I was confused. We were talking about this for some reason. And I said the same thing. How do you have a blackout match, whatever the fuck it is, with rules? It doesn't make sense. What's the point of having a 20-second countout, but there's disqualifications and... uh, Countouts. Yeah, I mean, there's no rope breaks. You can brawl outside. I mean, listen. I'm confused. What do you mean? There's no rope so, break, but it's a no 20 count breaks. on the outside. Um, <laughs> it, you're confused because it's confusing. It's needlessly muddled and confusing. And the other side can pick a stipulation or a rule. It's confusing. And you have to pay attention to all this. And the refs can't do that. And the commentary can't do it. None of them are good enough to keep track so of it. So why do they do it, Jeff? Why? Because Tony Khan's an idiot. This is, this, <laughs> this is something that he should have said no to. And I don't even blame the ref. I blame him for. Oh my God, again, I can't take all the love. Um, this, like, I want the refs to be better about enforcing rules in AW. I want commentary to be more on the ball about things generally. But this actually is too much to expect from them. This is this is it's too small and unimportant angle. What I will say, though, is I did like that it was basically a glorified squash match, and they sort of did that uh, Blackpool Combat Club thing where all three of them put guys into submission simultaneously at the same time, and any one of them could have could have been the one to win the match. So I, I like that. So I didn't hate the match. These guys, they shouldn't be having trouble with jabronis. Tony Khan usually would have them having a lot of trouble with jabronis. He didn't. He resisted that temptation. So good on him for that so maybe maybe these rules are the house of blacks secret magic weapon you know what what it sounds like the house rules it sounds like a damn pizza there could be well it sounds like, like a house special the whole double or nothing you know thing but does house of black even have a title match on double or nothing um probably not i don't so, think they do chris there, do you know? like why would there be house rules and you don't have a match of double or nothing well, Jinder wants to be reminded on why Tony Khan is Booker of the Year. You tell us, dude. <laughs> why? Because he, he pays the maximum amount of Patreon for all of the friendly journals, and he buys 5,000 subscriptions to their newsletters. Yes. Um, also, in this match, everyone crowded together in the corner and waited around like a group of... Quails. Quails. quails for AR <laughs> to do a dive Aussie on. quails. Aussie. Aussie. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Chris, you're a funny Aussie, <laughs> Buddy Matthews, no sells, two no super sure. kicks, and the House of Black win by submission. Great. Yeah. Couldn't care less. 
anyway, yes, I agree with I agree with Jeff. Good. Fucking squash these motherfuckers. Great. Squash more. Squash more. More squashes would be absolutely fucking the right thing to do. Anyway. Brian Danielson says the BCC are ready to beat up the elite. Moxley says they're the best in the world and nobody in the world is better than the BCC. Kind of repeating yourself. Um, they're planning on showing the difference between professionals and amateurs. Oh, cringe. First of all, they do the most amateurish shit, Chris, and they're calling themselves professionals? Really? Bro, you, you, you emptied out a bag of glass in a cage match last week. <laughs> You're not a professional. <laughs> You're not. You're just not. Do you know what would happen if somebody suggested to Bret Hart, oh, hey, Bret, while you're in the cage with Owen, you know what you should do? You should open up this bag of glass and throw it all over the... Come on. At least Come when on. Stone Cold says, I'm going to open up a can of whoop-ass, he meant that, you know, as a... As a, yeah, as a yeah, met metaphorically, a metaphor. exactly. Not literally. You know what I'm saying? He could at least say that... That should metaphorically be, that, should, that should honestly be moxley's new gimmick that, that should be his new catchphrase i'm gonna open up a bag of glass <laughs> just don't yeah, one of those cartoon bags that has money signs but says it says glass <laughs> on it yeah it's fucking great but now even in emergency push you know push push button in case of emergency why are we coming up with the best gimmick that john moxley has never had <laughs> i have a real question for you about uncle steve austin why did he not name his beer whoop ass? I agree. Good, good question. But look, Jinder, Jinder says, I like Chris's passion and joy while recapping Dynamite. Hey, yeah, we, we all do too, Jinder. You exactly. can see all of the joy that I have as I recap this. Fucking happy, joy. happy, and joy, things. joy, sunshine, look, happy, and rain. Well, pump it up, well, sorry. pump it up. <laughs> happy, <That> rap, <laughs> joy, joy. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I'm going to rock all night. Oh, Jeff is MC Jeffin again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, Icarus Fell is a pretty cool. That's MC. a great name. Hey, that is. You know why? Not only do you look smart as a rap name, you know, like Common Say, you know, those type of rap names. You know what I'm saying? Like immortal it's technique. Like artistic, immortal technique. You know, those real artistic sort of wink, wink. Jedi mind trick. Yeah, or say, uh, obviously, we can't call him Dr. Dre because, you know, <laughs> that's not really smart, though, is it? Dr. Dose. Dr. Dose. Hey, Dr. Just, just wait that's your new thing. Last name, and you have to call me Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or J-D, literally, like M-D, J-M-D. J-D nah, that's, from that's pretty MD. bad. Yeah, that's pretty All bad. right. My Let's bye. move on. Let's move on. Back from break, MJF walks out to commentary. Commentary's not sure why he's there. They're like, oh, is he going to join us? And no, he's just there to throw water in Tony Giovanni's face, which was fucking awesome. But he threw it like a little pussy, MJF dude. I love so much. I, yeah, but he's not supposed to be tough. No, no, no I know, but you could tell. He's supposed to be a fucking asshole. He didn't want to do it, like, to offend him completely, whereas when he spat at the fan, that was done in, like, offensive manner. Like, poo, did you see that after that? I, Honestly, I was still popping about him throwing water on Tony Dude, he spat face. his chewing gum right in a fan's face, man. Like, I mean, like, literally. Good. That was pretty good. Good. Fuck that fan. Um, yeah, yeah. He gets on the microphone. He says that, uh, you know, 
Las Vegas has been called Sin City, but judging by the crowd here, they should call it Virgin Vegas. <laughs> uh, it's Good true. Virgin that Vegas. crowd is like at least half of them are incels. It's awesome. Not just that, um, they pay for their fucking fucks. I mean, let's be honest, it's Vegas, well, right? I mean, I mean, if you're going to become, you know, cel- like not celibate, Vegas is around the easiest place to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you can get laid in Vegas. Yeah, it's like sure. it's like the opposite. It's like the opposite of uh, of of New York, where like you know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Well, in <laughs> Vegas, like that's kind of where if you can't make it with anybody, you just go to Vegas, <laughs> and you can probably find somebody. <laughs> oh boy, that that deserves a. <laughs> No, right? All right, MJF cuts a promo about each of the three pillars, including this fucking gem, and I mean absolute gem. Quote, I wish Jack Perry was stuck in an echo chamber and forced to speak so he could bore himself to death. That was brilliant. That was fucking gold. Uh, Too good. Dude, destroyed him. I mean, seriously, (laughs) who comes up with that? And Jinder says, unpopular opinion, MJF overrated. No, I'm not sure it's uh, unpopular. I know what he's saying, though. I've said that, too. I've actually said that before myself. But reason why you can say he's overrated is because of the terminology he uses. Anyone can do that to get heat. But lately, with that with that thing that he said about Jungle Boy, that's pretty original. I mean, that's that's great. That's great word. Really so, yeah. I mean, he's he's he has to hold up all four posts himself. He is the post. He is the pillar of right. AEW. You can make an argument about Darby. That's it. The, the other two, forget about it. No. Now, this is something Darby, had, Darby is a guy who has a place on the card, and he does have a place on the card. No, absolutely. He but I'm just saying. not the pillar of a fucking company. Like I said, you can make the argument out of the young guys. Them two are the only ones that stand out to me compared to the other two. All right, Jeff, tell us what you read today. Okay, the, the, the MJF is actually the brainchild behind this whole story and storyline and the what? way it's played out. That this is his idea. And that's why, in part of his promo, he strangely puts over all of the other three pillars and goes with the, you know, first he's teasing about his contracts coming up and he's going to, you know, the free agent war or the bidding war of, of 2024. Right. Now he's like, you know, we're not just the pillars of AEW. We are AEW! So, you know, he's sort of cutting a face and heel promo. And that's that's what I think is taking away from Jeff. I think the pressure of this whole thing, even if that's not true, but if this is true, he's sort of taking the failure of it personally to an extent. Um, but even if it's not, you know, he knows that he knows what the ratings are going down. He knows that he's no longer the draw, that he's no longer the spike that he used to be. Uh, you know, it's not all his fault by any means, but the champion always gets the blame, whether that's right or wrong. And, uh, you know, it's it's... It's tough, but if he actually came up, you know, but I think, I don't think this helps him any. I mean, the the crowd there loves hearing that, but to me, it's just confusing. Why are you going, why are you being heel about AEW and then total face about AEW? Like, why are you saying, I'm getting bored of this place. I'm going to go to the highest bidder. I love this place. I live and breathe this stuff. I bleed black and gold or whatever the colors of AEW are these days. Right. You can't have it both ways. You just yeah. can't. But for whatever reason, he has been doing that recently. Look, maybe he's obviously good friends with those guys. Doesn't want to completely bury him because, like they say, they're supposed to be the pillars of this company. So you can't totally bury him. But at the same time, he does bury him. 
That's the problem. Like, like you said, Jeff, you just can't have it both ways, man. You just can't do it that way. It's either you go I one would, way or the I other. Would, I would say that MJF's promo today, like as quick as it was, basically like buried Jungle Boy forever in the same way that <laughs> yeah. Metheny uh, buried Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. forever. But the truth never been is, the same since. The truth is, I don't think that that's actually what happened here. I think that Jungle Boy getting an opportunity is what buried Jungle Boy forever at this point. That guy can not get himself over ever again, no matter what you do with him. He's never going to get over. Um, I actually honestly think if you gave me the option right now of who, who can I who can I sign, Brian Pillman Jr. or fucking Jungle Boy, I'll take Pillman's kid. I'll take Pillman's kid. Jeez, I don't know if I'll take either one of them. If Metheny was still around, I'd probably take her. I, well, apparently a I'd lot of people take Jungle Boy just to hurt the <laughs> AEW fans. Sorry, Jeff. I would take Jungle Boy just to hurt the AEW fans. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not kidding. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm signing away a free agent from AEW, nobody cares about Brian Pillman. So if I'm trying to, it's only for a statement. You don't need either of them. So I take away the one that would hurt well, the company. If say that happened, say WWE took him away from from mm -hmm. AW, would they call him Forest Boy? <laughs> Forest what guy. is Forest Boy doing in the Impact Zone? <laughs> <You> mentioned... <laughs> Forest Guy, but they would spell it with two Forest R's. Guy, like Forest Oh guy. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Impact would definitely do something like that. That's for sure. Yeah. Impact well, is known for exactly that. Impact is so fucking like Impact is like is like what is NJF doing? <laughs> it's just the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> NJF. What is he? Nick Jacob Friedman? <laughs> or even better, uh, Nikos Jacob specify. Friedman. They would never specify <laughs> what those fucking numbers meant. Norman. Just... Norman. Norman would be the best fucking name. Norman Jack. Freely or, or some or, shit like that. You know, or if it's so you have to find like an old Jewish name. So it Freiber. has to be Norman. Or like some, or call someone like Nelly, like from Nelson. Call Nelly. Like Nelly, Nelly, uh, yeah. Nelly Joseph Friedberg. Like like, like, like an old vaudeville like Hollywood name. That's great. Uh, oh, that's good. That's Billy gold. Body and Billy Body thinks he's funnier than us. Oh no! What a fucking idiot. Look at Jinder, Jungle Boy rebranding to Encino Man. Hey, in WWE, I can see that, definitely. I mean, yeah. for sure, that's a good one. All Jinder, right, MJF like says, the rest of the pillars are talented, but none of them are on the level of the devil. <clears throat> Darby oh. comes out wearing platforms? What the f Oh, <laughs> oh my dude? God. Oh, my God, bro. First of all, I'm glad. I'm so fucking glad, because when MJF mentioned that, right? He goes, hey, look, it's 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 Darby Allen with stilts, right? And then I looked properly, and I'm like, fuck, why is Darby so much fucking taller? I mean, way taller than MJF. I know, he's shorter than MJF. Right? Not by much, but boots. shorter. Like right, and then I looked, the camera panned back, and I'm like, holy shit, he's wearing stilts. Dude, get those fucking shoes off, please. You just look like a bitch. That was pathetic. I know they're probably Doc Martens, but God damn it. Get that shit off. You look like a fucking idiot. Just saying. Yeah. That was ridiculous. So Darby says that uh, 
you know, too many people have told him that he needs to be realistic in his life. So he's cutting the same fucking promo that Sammy Guevara cut earlier. Uh, but he's gonna do whatever he wants to do, including he's gonna he's gonna climb Mount Everest in a year. So yeah, he's gonna probably die up there too, like an idiot. Good luck. And then he's fault is it? Did you know? Did you know that at one point, every single corpse, all the way up Mount Everest, <laughs> uh, uh, was at they one stay point. There? Was at one point. A very motivated person. Stay lazy, my friends. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at that. There's a lot of bodies still left up there. Maybe we'll have uh, Darby Allen. Hey, you know what's a bet? If Darby, knock on wood, I don't want him to pass out over there. If he does go and he dies, say, I can Jeez. see all the AEW Mark Tards literally going to Mount Everest just to touch Darby Allen. Have has he I'm serious. Like, been mountain climbing? Like, does he train? Because that's like a hell of a place to start. Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> not that I know him personally. Does he look like the mountain climbing type of guy? No, not no. me. Yeah. I mean, only Charles Bronson looks like a, or Jack Palance <laughs> looks like a mountain climbing kind of guy. Wow. That's great. And look at Jinder has a good point. W shows recaps every week, true. AW redoes promos every week, which is stupider. I'd go with oh, the ladder, still the personally. Recaps. Still, the recaps are stupider. <laughs> I can't get a ladder. Recaps. recaps or I would, recaps? I would rather hear MJF come up with slightly new ways to roast motherfuckers every week than to oh, watch yeah. another, 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 another video of AJ Styles hitting a phenomenal forearm. And uh, call the World Heavyweight Championship. Second rate. Just saying. Second, um, same thing. I think I would go with the promos as well, but I, I mean, why do we have to choose? There, there are two different brands, and they're both doing stupid things. Why? Well, how about both of them try to fix the dumb things they're doing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, Darby says that he wants to become the face of AEW. MJF goes, "Yeah, yeah, okay." Backs up and kicks him in the nuts. It's great. I, MJF is the perfect heel. Like he's so good at being a dick, a, a dickhead. He's he's just oh. Which, which side of Darby's face would be the face? I mean, one is a skull, uh, and the other is a boy's face. True. What is that other side supposed to be? Does anybody know? Because I don't. Well, if Jimmy gets his way, neither face will be. Uh, uh-huh. You know. Neither face will be particularly nice for television. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could do the Ray Liotta laugh right now. <laughs> you do it better, Chris. You do it pretty good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So, Jungle, uh, let's see. Uh, let's. See. So, he kicks him in the balls. He bails as Sammy makes the save. Uh, Jungle Boy also comes out, lays out the champ. He holds out the belt to, egg the seg- to end the segment. As Jeff said, this belt was like at least 50% of the entire area of Jungle Boy. It was it was great. It was like, you know when your kid, like when your little baby like grabs your t-shirt, like puts it on and then like drags the t-shirt around the the room and it's not even like it's not even like it's a dress for your kid. It like engulfs them and they can barely move. That's basically what this belt looked like when Jungle Boy was holding it. <laughs> I will say I, I do love that triple B belt, the Burberry belt. That's cool a lot nicer, yeah, than the actual real deal. I like the AEW Championship. I know people have said, I know people have put that next to the WWE belt and been like, "There's no difference." Um, <laughs> I, 
I disagree. I really think that the AEW belt looks classy, and I don't really like WWE's stuff right now because it's too, like, I know there's an AEW logo on the AEW championship, but to me, it just looks classier than the way WWE's done it lately. I prefer the WWE belt, believe it or not, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I actually do. To each their own. Yeah. It's true. Jeff, what do you prefer? Um, I don't really have a preference, but I, I agree with Chris. I, I like AEW's championship belt. I think it looks nice. The only issue I have with AEW's championship belts is that, aside from the TBS and the TNT titles, there's like no commonality. The women's heavyweight championship belt doesn't look like the men's championship belt. The international championship belt doesn't look like the other. I mean, not, there's there's like no brand identification. They could they could be any company's titles. Right, that's because, you know, AEW are dumb businessmen that run that company, clearly. They don't yeah, know okay. how to market shit, Listen, you know what I'm saying? Don't blame dumb businessmen. There's only one person Fine. to blame. Yes. Okay. Tony yeah. Khan, there you go. Yes, it's like, <laughs> it's like saying, it's like saying, oh, I mean, they, the AEW has lots, of, has lots of good backstage bookers. What are they all doing? No, 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 no. You don't get to blame this nonsense on fucking Jerry Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> this is all Tony gone. When you see something really fucking stupid, it's like that's Tony. That's definitely Tony. Yeah, uh, Tony Toka, Tony Touch, touches too all much right. though. Okay, so Wardlow with the video promo about ladders. He says that he wants to shove a thirty-two foot ladder down Christian's mouth. No, he said oh. he said down oh. his mouth. I don't oh. know. I don't know, Jeff. People start talking about wanting to shove things in your opponent's mouths. Like to me, that sounds a little homoerotic. What do you think, Jeff? To, to me, it sounds yeah. like all elite wrestling. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no! All right, now you're wrong. <laughs> um, I, I'm just going to leave it at Wardlow is is rapidly becoming number three behind Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara as people who should never ever speak. <laughs> and Arn Anderson, who used to be a great speaker isn't helping him at all not at all well like his grumpy drunk uncle who's always a little bit too late to do anything useful i told you not to do that where were you five minutes ago (laughs) i was at the store getting smokes (laughs) (laughs) i bowled a couple of lanes Uh, man. I feel for Arn Anderson though man because now get back in your room before I shoot you with my finger gun that's right. cool. Shooting people are tight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you know, Arn Anderson needed to take a little more time off after his son unfortunately passed away. I'm assuming via suicide. You know, it could be all that too, guys. I mean, we can't give him that much of a hard time. I'm sure he's going through some rough points in his life right now. I'm sure you're correct. Halt, didn't you? Yeah, I'm sure those pains never end. By the same token, you have someone who is paying people to stay at home. He is one of the people he could pay to stay at home instead of putting him on TV. Well, where's Miro and Thunder Rosa? I know we're going to see him on collision. But what a dumb spot. You know what I mean? Bring Ace Steel in for this this spot. Ace Steel should be the guy. He's back. What are you talking about? He's already back. He's rehired. Coming out with Wardlow. (laughs) That would be good. You know what Wardlow should be? Wardlow should be the bodyguard for Mandy Rose. 
Uh, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I have to think about that. You know what? They would suit each other, as a matter of fact. As long as he just shut the fucks up and doesn't no. talk. Yeah, basically. Just not. Never speak like again. Mr. Hughes used to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, He plays a great Batista. If he, Even though Batista can kind of talk, he would be a great Batista if he didn't talk. Right. Early, early, early Batista. Freaking Deacon Batista. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. So next up here, we've got a pretty decent women's match here between Taya Valkyrie and Lady Frost. Okay, John, we're getting to it. Ah, all right. I thought she was pregnant. I thought well, she, she was pregnant. Too. That's what you said, Jeff, wasn't it? Was it you? Well, he, her husband, Vic, Vince, Victor Benjamin, posted something that made it look like she was pregnant. And Maybe when he I was. congratulations, he gave it a heart. Are you telling me you can wrestle while you're like still eight weeks pregnant? Maybe he was pregnant. You know what? It is 2023. (laughs) It's true. I mean, shit. 2023, baby for me. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Look, knock on wood. I hope she didn't have a miscarriage or some shit like that. It could have been that, but I don't know. I think Only John will know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could have totally misread that post, but <laughs> it looked pretty clear. And I took All your right. word for it, Jeff. God damn it, pal. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, expecting mother or not, Lady Frost might already <laughs> have the best cakes in the women's division. Maybe she is pregnant after all. She's 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 a very good professional wrestler. She, she, she actually, she's awesome. Is she, she underrated, guys? Huh? Do you think she's underrated? I mean, it depends on where somebody rates her, but I mean, she could be a star in this division. Like, if you if if you wanted to book this fucking division properly, um, she could be a pillar of the AEW women's division if Ooh. you booked properly. She's she's that good. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's better than ninety percent of the roster. I mean, she'd be yeah. she she would be in the top tier of their their female division. I mean, of course, some of the top tier of their female division we never see. Serena Deem, Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> I, I mean, we, do we even remember that they work there? Um, Sheeta is Where the fuck Deem. is Deem? I assume she's doing backstage shit, I guess. Why Why? Why assume that? I mean... Well, we could ask Bean ourselves, but, you know, he knows. Deem, well, we should after you defending him. All of us defending him here. Not that he needs our defense, but... Yeah, it's no, true. He really, no, I'm he sure. really does not need us to defend him, but I just... I I had to fucking say something about this this week. Like fuck this guy. At this point, yeah. and at this point, he's talking about us. We do a show on Hamin Media. Group. Right. Like he's literally talking about us when he says and channelattitude.com. Those guys over on that show uh, on that channel attitude or whatever. Like yeah, he's talking about us. So fuck and, him. And and say what you want, but Hamin Media Group has a media group. It's it's group. Been, it's been an ongoing operation for a long time. Shepard and Body are mostly only known for getting fired and and have and they're you know formally working with others. I remember Bin Hamin when he used to do. You, uh, Chris, I'm sure you would remember. Remember back in the day on WrestleZone when he used to do shows with Nick Houseman, yeah, right. And he used to be in gimmick. He used to do the full Arab gimmick, where to the point where I thought Wait, he was gimmick? legitly Arab. Now he talked while reviewing the Raw shows what? or whatever. He's not. With Nick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. No, he, he is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he is. But, he, you know, he was back from overseas at the time. He was living in Surya for many years. And he had an, a strong Arab accent. He's like, I used to love Raw. And 
and stuff. He would literally review Raw like that. And it was brilliant. I, I wish he still do I, Yeah, he should. He should still do it that way. But he's become Americanized, unfortunately, guys. I mean, you know. We make people weak. <laughs> but he still will blow up every infidel in the world. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick Hausman's another one that goes from job to job. Who Who's he working with now? Wrestle Inc. He's become a lot bigger, man. No, he's become the guy. Coon. It's Matt Coon who who pretends to be objective and even, and I think he actually is a nice guy. But he it, is. He is nice. He, he will gripe for the entire day about Hogan and his past racism, which is entirely oh, fuck off. Hold on, I'm sick uh, but, of that. But but he but I mean the story came out about Hogan in, in you know investing in a cannabis business, so that's why it was in the news. So it's so he's horseshoegenetics.com just quietly. You he's, well, he's, he's burying Hogan about that, which is fine. That that's fine. But he completely ignores Sabu because he likes AEW. Thank he, you. I mean, exact just, mundo. Just be consistent. I actually tweeted to him. I said, I said Thought, thoughts on Sabu? Question mark. Yeah, Nothing. and then cricket, Nothing. right? Exactly. Right. And he responds to me when he wants to. He resp- he responded to me about me being the, before it was known that I was the one that got it right. He actually tweeted back to me. So are you saying that you know more about television than Wade Keller and Dave Meltzer or something snide like that? Really? I'm like, I'm like well, if they're reporting that negative $50 billion Warner Warner Brothers Discovery is about <laughs> to get $1 billion to two TV shows that combined do 1.1 million viewers a, a week, then yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, fuck Mouseman. Um this yeah, match was a good match. This was a, this was a really good match. It was. Uh, I liked that. It never seemed like Valkyrie was in real danger of losing this match, um, but Frost was able to still get a few hope spots in. She was able to still do a few things that I think got her over pretty well with this crowd. And um, yeah, I liked. I liked both of their work in this. Um, eventually, Valkyrie gets the win with her with her finish. Jade makes like she's going to come out to the ring, but doesn't. Um, yeah, this was just a this was a really good TV match. It, it got over the person that was supposed to get over. Um, Taya Valkyrie didn't look weak heading into the pay per view. Um, it looked like she was still the the better woman in the ring today. But I thought that Lady Frost got herself over really good with the move with the moves that she did, and also you know um, she sold well and. Uh, Taya Valkyrie gave her a few good spots. Jimmy, what'd you think? I agree with what you just said. I was impressed with Taya Valkyrie, as a matter of fact, to the point where I feel like she's the woman to actually beat Jade Cargill coming up this Sunday. I feel like the momentum's on her side right now. Does does it not feel that way? I mean, because if she loses, that will cool her off big time right now. But no, for sure. And, And Frosty, I mean, shit. Is she even signed to to AEW right now, Jeff? Do you no, know? She's not. She's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, she should be. I'm going to disagree with you guys to an extent. To the uh, to, in one regard only, I That's don't it. think Taya Valkyrie looked very good. I thought at times she looked clumsy and slow on plotting. I think Lady Frost held this match together. She's the one who looked much more rhythmic and in tune and and in balance. I thought that I thought Valkyrie looked looked a little bit off. And mm. so, you know, I, I I wouldn't put the belt on her anyway. But um, but I would you know, now. In in other news, Layla Gray boobs. 
<laughs> true. Yeah. Boobs. That's true. Where that, is I mean, Layla Gray? That, that is a salient point, my friend. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much impossible to argue. Also pretty much impossible <laughs> to argue. Uh, CM Punk better fucking be at Collision. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, he's there. He's going to be there. Come on. We oh, it's a 100%. Gone. We throw to Tony Khan, who says the collision will be coming to us on June 17th from the United Center in Chicago. So It's a done deal. Yeah. If, it if is. It's not, I mean, th- th- he'd be a fool not to. I mean, this, this is, this. regardless of what he would like to think, this probably is his last chance to. Yeah, look, he had that cheesy grin on his fucking face, too, while announcing it. Come on. Yeah. Uh, if 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 it's not look first of all we had last week where we didn't get the announcement of the United Center initially, so you know we waited till this week. They announced that you don't book the United Center without CM Punk. It it just doesn't happen. Although, I don't think. Don't be surprised if the United Center does not sell out, guys. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm sure that Tony had a very large non-refundable deposit there because until eleven o'clock this morning. It still didn't list June seventeenth AEW on there. I saw a lot of negativity on CM Punk's return online, man. I'm talking about on Twitter and all the AEW. I'm telling you, this time round, I don't think the fans are gonna like you know open you know being back with open arms. Chicago, of course, you know <laughs> Chicago. But after that, is he gonna really bring more? eyeballs sure he's going to probably tip him back to about nine hundred thousand on average let's be honest no more than 900 i still think they'll sit around the eight mark anyway after a couple of weeks depends on how they book well no jimmy it depends entirely upon how you book here here's the thing that i was thinking about today because i was listening to uh i was listening to some podcast about some kind of historical moment in professional wrestling um historical yeah, I can't remember what I was listening to, but this was my thought. Uh, wrestlers don't get each other over. Not really. That's not yeah. actually what happens. You you can you can make somebody else have a good match. You you can get some good chemistry with somebody, or you can have somebody like a like a Bret Hart who purposely does things to make it look like, oh, that guy almost had me in that match. That was close. You can do that, but that's you not what gets the wrestler good. over. Right. Do you know what gets right. the wrestler over? The booking and just the booking. The booking is 95% of what makes a, a professional wrestler uh, successful or not. The other 5% is charisma. You got some? If you got some charisma, I can make you Goldberg with the right fucking push. Because Goldberg is not a hugely charismatic person. No, fuck. I was going to say, I was ready to be like, Chris, are you, whoa, are you sure about the charisma? But it's not about that. It's just a little thing. Five you didn't have to say shit. Right. Five exactly. percent is charisma. The rest, how are you booked? So yes, CM Punk coming CM Punk coming back can be big. It should have been big the first time, and it would have and been if they didn't come back as I'm just happy to be here, CM Punk. If if they had brought him back with uh, I'm here to fucking set fire to the professional wrestling business and fuck everybody who said that I was irrelevant. They would have gotten better returns well, from Punk. Well, to be fair, Chris, the first time after seven years, I can understand that, right? I totally can understand that. He was emotional. He had every right to be that way on the first night. But after that, yeah, absolutely. This time, 
I feel like he needs to be full-blown heel. Anti-AW. Anti. make money. Right. Just come back and be a prick. Total prick. I didn't want to come back here, but I'm forced because I'm contractually, you know what I mean, have to come back to this damn stupid company. I work for a bunch of children. You know what I mean? Just go all in with it, pun intended. Just let him be CM Punk, the complete prick that he is in real life. Just let I him agree. be that. That would be a hundred times more interesting than I'm just I'm so happy to be back here in Chicago. <laughs> and I think he has to be at this point. I'm sure he, he knows this too. Guys, hey, am yeah. I right? <laughs> well, right. No, you really, I really yeah. like cheesecakes. I mean steaks. <laughs> steaks. <laughs> Cakes. Uh, I mean, what was it? <laughs> yeah, no, look, he needs to come in all in heel prick. Actually, I think we're going to get the Bret Hart sort of CM Punk. And what, I'm, what I mean by that, he's going to be cheered, obviously, in Chicago, probably in New York, Philly, you know, all those, you know, northeast towns, you know, even up, you know, Midwest, whatever, right? Around there. Baltimore, right. But everywhere else, just boot out of the building, hopefully, if he can pull that off, right? I think that would be that would do wonders if he can pull that off. Absolutely. But he needs to be a heel. What would you prefer? Asshole punk or super happy to be here punk? I prefer asshole punk. Um, I mean, yeah, booking is obviously, you know, at least 80% of it all. Goldberg did not have a lot of personality, but he had a physical. Who's next? That's it. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, physical charisma. Physical charisma. Sure. Char- no, he charisma. did. He did. For sure. He had, right. a, he had a presence. Like, you know, Chris Benoit. No doubt. Brock Lesnar had it. Now he learned how to talk. But, I mean, there, there are people like that. But um, CM Punk, I, I I dare say that for him to go full heel, Tony Khan has to break one more lie, which he's already sort of broken. He has to become an on, on-screen character. And CM Punk oh. has, to, has to beat the crap out of him. Oh, that's or- television. Or they have to acknowledge the EVPs having EVP status on TV. Oh, he will. I think he will. He has to at this point, 100%. Well, they have from time to time. The problem is about this 32 EVPs there. (laughs) That's true. And everybody knows. Garrett's an EVP. Jericho's an EVP. Punk was an EVP. QT's an EVP. Uh, Christopher Daniels is an EVP. Now Brian Danielson is He's right. Jimmy T is an EVP. Yeah. Absolutely, I am. I actually am. Sanjay, I mean, they, they all have. To, <laughs> San, yeah. Sanjay is. It, it's like, it, it, I remember when the mortgage business was really booming, like in the early aughts. Wow. Every bank, every mortgage broker was called the vice president. True. So you always felt like you were dealing with somebody with authority. They, they, they nothing. They were no one. They were mortgage brokers. It's broker. just a title, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Um, Yeah, no, you're right. There's a million EVPs. He's actually right. He named every single one of them. But spot on, he needs to destroy Tony Khan. Absolutely pom- pommel him. Even bring up the fact that he's on the, you know, that would be cool. Not, if it's not going to be him, it's got to be someone else that everybody knows that's a scapegoat. It's got to be, I don't know, like go. MJF. Go, we'll no, 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 it's got to be, it's no. got to be someone that everybody, like like Dean Malenko, because he's got Parkinson's. And it's, yeah, no, uh, like that's another thing I've got a problem fully, with. It can't be Christopher Daniels or something lame like that. No, 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 not Daniels. You got to go full, you know, medieval. Yeah, I agree. And by Fuck mid, it, I man. mean Midwest and mid <laughs> and Middle Ages. <laughs> Speaking of medieval, well, get a guillotine um, literally and chop his head off. 
Well, maybe speaking not. Of, <laughs> speaking of medieval, uh, Peg Leg Adam Page is is backstage oh. with Alex oh. Marvez. <laughs> Uh, Marvez wants to know how Paige's friendship with the Punks and Omega are. Paige says, you know, that's the funny thing about the, the friendship that I have with uh, with uh, Kenny Omega. You know, I'm, I'm friends. I'm friends and I've always been best friends with uh, with the Bucks. But uh, but Omega and me, it's more like it's more like family. And uh, this weekend, the BCC are going to pay, but they're going to pay in blood. I can add to this by showing you the part of being the elite, which is important because... It shows them all together after the fact, you know, with his eye patch, and they're giving him shit. They're like, look at this guy with the eye patch fucking on, and like calling him a pirate and shit. It's kind of funny, but uh, it it doesn't give a content. This is what I hate. They do this shit on being the elite, but they should be showing you this shit on television. Also, you know what I mean? Well, no, because then they would be rightly burying the stupid fucking thing. Well, they are burying it, but why does he have to have an eye fucking patch? Why? I mean, he even acknowledges, yeah, you like it? Like, it's some fucking prop. Like, he's not selling it, technically. Is he blind? Yeah, I'm going to go back with I'm gonna go back with, with Jeff's answer from earlier. Because Tony Khan is an idiot. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, don't so, explain why Paige does the things he does or says the or well, why all of a sudden he's talking like a like a cowboy that's been on the trail for for too long. I told you all I think about is ding 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 bananza when I when I see him. That's all I'm saying. Fuck that cowboy. Jesus. What Was cowboys? there any mention of Don Callis this episode? I don't think so. Nay. Not a word. Interesting. Don yeah. Callis. Anyway, now. Adam Cole comes out with Roddy Strong for a contract signing for the match Sunday against Chris Jericho. Contract They're signing, signing a contract for an unsanctioned match. I'll let that one just no! simmer for a minute. No! No! Cole no. says that he couldn't eat and he couldn't sleep because of what Jericho did to Britt. And I just like I couldn't shut the fuck up, Adam Cole. No! Oh, <laughs> that angle wasn't even intense. Like that was pretty fucking minor. Yeah! Soraya hit her a couple of times with a fucking kendo stick, and you couldn't eat or sleep for weeks. And and then they showed the replay where you're seeing that she's mostly being hit on the ass south. Like yeah. Like why you, why show that again? Like if you're gonna show recaps, at least make them impactful recaps. Right. Like, just show, like, a couple of botches where her face got broken by somebody or something. At least that would be impactful. At least that would be something that could leave a mark. You're, you're saying that you haven't... You, you can't eat and you can't sleep because Jericho told Soraya to hit your girlfriend a couple of times with a kendo stick. Right. And now you're ready for an unsanctioned fight, even though you haven't been sleeping or eating. The things that give you strength. Yeah. Cole goes on, but I can't keep up with all the bullshit. The, the gist of it is he's going to beat up Jericho. Uh, Jericho plays the video, asks why Cole let it happen like a coward. Um, Cole says, I'm going to I'm going to kill you and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Jericho says, well, I mean, listen, it's uh, it's still five on two at the pay-per-view. And then Cole says, yeah, but I've got backup and he's homicidal, suicidal and genocidal. And his name is Sabu. 
Seb, who? Uh, well, I wasn't... Zero. I wasn't a big fan of ECW, so apparently Sabu is a 112-year-old grandpa who doesn't have teeth. I love Sabu, and I was an ECW mark growing up, I'll say it right now. But come on, man. Really? I, don't get me wrong, I'm happy to see Sabu, but boy, did I chip the fuck out when I heard, I'm like, nah. Nah. I heard Sabu's theme out of key, because that's what it sounds like. Doesn't this shit sound like out of key? <laughs> it sounds so out of key compared to the WWE version I, I or ECW. Hear, I don't remember Sabu's original theme. I just know that what the man who came out looks like he's 112 years old. You know what his theme song should have been? It should have been Got Some Teeth by Obi Trice because oh. this guy needs to get some teeth. No, it should have no by The Villages. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, this, this was terrible, and as it turns out, he's a special enforcer. What is, what, what is the role of a special enforcer in an unsanctioned no-disqualification match? What is he Nothing. enforcing? Exactly. There's no <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> What's he enforcing? Unless he does some sort of barbed wire spot, you know what I mean? Or, you know, a chair spot or some sort, which Why? you probably can't. I don't want to see my grandpa do a fucking barbed wire spot he's the homicidal genocidal fucking uh whatever i'm missing right now i'm missing one more genocidal homicidal suicidal that's it i can't say that (laughs) jeez look i don't know we're gonna have to ask this guy right here chris for help because barbed wire for prune juice my friend that's enough of this blame this guy dude jesus oh come on I blame that fucking guy Come on, for bro. a lot already. Anyway. I have no idea why Sabu, mind you, is anti-LGBTQ. I've heard him make racist remarks in the past, but Hulk Hogan is the biggest racist prick out there. Just saying. Great. Just so saying. He's a, so he's like most 112-year-olds. He's racist and he doesn't get to gay stuff. That's Dude, cool. he doesn't give a flying Whatever. fuck. Like, straight up. Like, I've heard Sabu say all sorts of shit. Listen, the, the, right? point, the point isn't who's more racist than the other. The point is is that it's Tony Khan being a complete hypocrite. That, that's the point. You can't have it again both fucking ways. And sure you can. Anyway. Because you created a wrestling promotion that gives people whatever they want to believe is what they want. Because they're they're all on, you know, Peter Pan's island together. No, no, no. This is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> they're a bunch of goofs, Jeff. That's what they are. I can't argue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right so tony cakes uh does a little uh video here and she says at the pay-per-view she's gonna rip jay jimmy haters arm off and eat it jimmy haters she's gonna eat my arm and eat it she's gonna rip jamie (laughs) haters arm off and eat it here i thought she was from australia not tasmania jesus (laughs) you guys know that jamie hater's been injured for several weeks and they've made many comments of it many many times on on dynamite over the past they have wait is jamie hater injured because because that's what tony khan said today at the press conference 
Um, and I know you guys do the skirmish every week. I'm on probably once every three or four weeks. Uh, right. I have never before heard that Jamie Hader was injured until today. I, we haven't either. I mean, okay, have no Just idea. Staying. Again, okay. it's uh, it's you know Uncle TK's fault. It, it must have been on being the elite. I get it. It yeah. probably was. It probably was actually. Yeah, I won't lie. Being the elite yeah. is tight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you shut up. I do nothing. I'm laughing. Uh, All right. Tight. So anyway, tight. we get Roddy Strong and Daniel Garcia. Fuck. Oh, hey, at least the one thing that Daniel Garcia got right is <laughs> doing the Das right Wonder Kid. I mean, okay. <laughs> and he was Remember doing when these he ones did it too, the first time? Time. Remember when he did it the first time? And I said he's doing the Alex Wright dance, and you were like, right. oh, is that what he was doing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, this week. Taz even called it out and was like, hey, it kind of looks like Alex Wright. So, yes, um, you're welcome, Taz. Oh, I mean, bitter Taz. I have to be honest. Until this moment, I thought what he was trying to do was the Iron Sheik with those concrete bars that he, he used to do strand things with. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what the hell he was doing. Those ones that the Sheiky Bebe used to do? Exactly. Whatever it was? Yeah. <laughs> That's hard to do, by the way. But I'm no, sure not really hard to do. I'm hoping he was doing Alex Wright because he would have been way too young to even remember or be watching Nitro back in the heyday. Just saying. Yeah, but you can you can always appreciate Das Wunderkind. Absolutely. Um, Love Das Wunderkind. Strong sells for way too long in this fucking match. Um, th this was just wrong. Um Garcia locks in a sharpshooter, which he calls a dragon tamer. Cause oh, fucking, fucking why? That pissed me off too, man. But boy, he put it in nice. I'll give him that. Yeah, he locked in a real that nice. That was properly. It was properly done. Hats off. Um, hats off to him because that was the best sharpshooter I've seen applied in AEW. Period. I'm being serious. Yeah, I'm actually being dead serious. Anyway, strong powers out, and then he wins with his finish. Um, he should have had about eighty percent of this match, and that's. I mean, he's coming in. This was his second match. He just beat Chris Jericho, who, who, you know, we're forced to believe is still like a, a main event type wrestler. Um, he and then he the took about, and then he took about twenty percent of this match, and the other eighty percent he sold. This was so wrong. I don't even know where to begin with it. Wait, wait, so wait! I'm I'll tell you what's wrong. Spend any more time on it. Two this vanilla midgets. Two vanilla midgets. I don't care how good Roddy Strong is. It was two little minis going at it, man. All right. He took 20% of the offense in this match. He sold for 80. Roddy Strong is already buried in AEW. Jeff? This whole feud is weird because this, I mean, Roddy Strong should have started with people like Daniel Garcia and gotten to Jericho, not start with Jericho, then work his way down you know it, it doesn't make sense the booking he's is the feud ender jeff at this point I the blow-off so. guy except that they're fighting again but it's unsanctioned so i guess they're not really i i don't 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 ask me that with this i don't know jeff, or, jeff I, I will just give credit you. where credit due to the drew yari show that when uh his podcast partner justin was saying that roderick strong is facing uh daniel garcia on dynamite drew said uh completely spontaneously oh the battle of the bland and perfect hey 
the dance and the sharpshooter alone got got it over for me for Mr. Garcia. Daniel Garcia needs to do some fucking sit-ups or something too because he looks <laughs> paunchy in this fucking match. There's a whole bunch of fat fucks in and fat asses in AEW. I'm not going to lie. Fat skinny it, it, is not a good look. This not. is not shit I remember from WCW. I don't yes, remember cruiser. Do. I don't remember fat fucking cruiserweights. I mean, maybe El Dandy. <laughs> Neuralize and the Vianos. The Viano one, two, three, four, and Ocho. There's about eight of them, wasn't there? They were pretty chubby. Yeah. They I'm were, pretty sure actually. the Vianos were just random Mexican guys from the that they picked Speaking up. At, of Mexico. At home hardware or something like that day. Dudes, I hope you guys have seen the latest Triple A show that that just happened this past weekend. Did you yeah, guys I've, check it out? I've never well, seen a Triple A show, let alone the latest. All right, well they had a fucking pay per view in absolute monsoon weather. Cool. Monsoon weather. It was the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my life. I just saw highlights and I was laughing throughout the whole. They'll do Canadian destroyers in hip deep water. The ring, they were slipping and sliding everywhere. It was monsoon weather. I've never seen anything like it. Check it out just for the sake of how ridiculous it looks, but it's funny as hell. I couldn't oh, believe it. Oh, yeah. Hip oh, yeah. Tight. Oh, where it is. All right. Uh, Willow Nightingale uh, says she did some stuff in Japan. Who fucking cares? Actually, what was... Mercedes Monet. Who? Hey, Monet. You don't know Mercedes Monet? No, who's that? Uh, Sasha. Sasha Banks. Oh. She beat her, and because she broke her ankle. Only Willow, reason. Willow is a champion and starter now, because that's now something that she can do. So let me get this straight, boys. Wait a minute. Willow gets no victories, period, usually. Not only in AEW, but in Ring of Honor, right? But she beats the money bitch herself, Monet. Well, she beat her because she broke her ankle. I know. Uh, pretend that never happened. The point is she beats the bitch. Mm-hmm. And now we're supposed to take her seriously. Right. Cool. Now you're so on board. This is, so this is how Tony Khan gets a victory over Mercedes Monet. Monet. <laughs> Look, no, she won't sign with me, but my, you know, my jobber beat her in Japan. That's, that's fucked. That's pretty bad, man. That is actually uh, a bad loss for Manet. Just saying. I love it when she says that. Manet. <laughs> Such a sleazy bitch. Yeah. Anyway, Ring of Honor have a tag team championship match for the main event. Again. Oh. But of lies, lies, lies. Didn't he say, didn't your boy Tony say to, to you, Jeff? Yeah, your boy. That Ring of Honor and AEW was not going to crisscross. You're taking responsibility for all of Tony Khan's decisions. Yeah, now, it's all Jeff. Jeff. Well, the yeah, answer to you when you say they're not going to crisscross is, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Because <laughs> they will make me jump off a cliff in a minute, literally. I no, hate this bullshit. Daddy makes you want to. Daddy jump. not to make you. <laughs> jump. Jump. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Make you... Everybody forget about the point <laughs> yes. of everyone dancing. You know you hey, want to. Jump, jump. Yeah, well, I will jump in a moment if this shit keeps going because this is ridiculous. I don't want to see Ring of Honor on AEW. I don't. I just well, don't. Happ- happily enough, this is the main event. So if you start complaining... Even worse. <laughs> I was done after like after the match before that. Sabu should have ended it, really, right? 
regardless if it was you know, unclimatic or not. Doesn't matter. That should have been the end. But no, we had two jobbers and two boring fucks. I mean, all Ooh. four right now. Costagnoli, yeah. Claudio and Costagnoli Fuda. and Wheeler Yuta versus the Lucha Brothers in a Ring of Honor tag team titled match. Of course, this is the continuation of the match that uh, Claudio had with Phoenix uh, two weeks ago yeah. now on AEW television, where uh, the winner of that match would get a ch- would get a shot at the losers' championship. Claudio won, therefore him and Yuta got their shot against the Lucha Bros tonight. Penta. Does the zero miedo gesture about 15 fucking times before the match starts? That's a shame because I used to like this guy, man. And now I have zero miedos left in me and then because of this guy. And within 30 seconds of the match. Penta stays in the ring for about three minutes after tagging Phoenix in because the referee doesn't know how to do their fucking job and, no, and nothing means anything. Phoenix sells for a millet for a minute while penta does the zero miedo with his hand gesture again to the crowd while his brother's getting his ass kicked good look there penta (laughs) um the crowd starts chanting zero miedo because they have nothing else to do in this match um the finish comes as claudio looks like he's gonna get back in the ring and uh help his companion here but uh nope the young bucks have come from under the ring can I just say quickly, I have zero tolerancia for this shit. Yeah. That means zero tolerance in Spanish. Yeah. Just quietly. This was yeah. shit. Even the Bucks coming out. Are they the two big fucking badasses now? Pretty much. Um, also... Where was Kenny? It doesn't... Where was Hangman? They don't need those guys. The Young Bucks are... Better than you, the, are smarter than the BCC all by dude, themselves. How do you have a go home show and not have Hangman right and Kenny at this point at the end? How do you not have your world championship in the main event position at the end of all these shows in the first? Zero tolerancia. That's it. I've got Moxley. zero tolerance for this shit. Moxley comes out and says the Bucks should laugh and smile while they still can because Sunday the Elite are going to get plastered all over Las Vegas Boulevard. Sure. The Bucks are uh, uh. jaw jacking to the camera while the hard cam shows that they're not even looking in the direction of the BCC or the ring because fucking amateurs, just like Brian said, um, <laughs> this show sucked. Like, this whole show... In like, what way, Chris? As Sucked an entire show, like this, or no? That would be enjoyable. I would. That, that's a good. That's a good style of that word. No, this sucked. As in, like, as in, like the charisma that is sucked out of the room as soon as Jungle Boy begins speaking. That's Via the, the vacuum. It was <laughs> fucking awful. Um. Awful. Remember last week? Was it last week or was it the week before? I can't remember. No, last week. It was last that we week. enjoyed it, that we kind of liked said, it. Wow. Right. Th- this, yeah, last week. Most of this made sense. I liked the booking on most of these things. Like, sure, there were still some fuck-ups and there were still some, some mistakes or whatever, but the booking at least made sense and everything was pretty good. It was, it was, it was at least not insulting. Somewhat. This week, we're right back to square one. Zero. Awful fucking booking. Straight Tolerancia. The women's match was okay. Everything yeah. else here was throw um, up your hands. 
what the fuck is this? What and was this the was match the of the night? Go home show. Pathetic. Pathetic for a go home show. And you didn't even have everybody there to go home with. Honestly, I mean, that's pretty sad. To be honest, challenger holding up your world championship. Oh, uh, we'll put that in segment seven or something. <laughs> right. This, this match, this match should have ended in a schmaz and it should have ended in a, in a four on four brawl going into the crowd. And, and, and that's how it should have ended with security fruitlessly trying to break them up, you know, and maybe you see Don Callis and Takeshita in the background, not knowing exactly what's going on. There are a bunch of fruit booties over there in AEW, as the great JBL would say. Well, whatever, whatever is on their booties, I, I agree with Chris. This, this, this was a very bad show, and I would give this a D plus. Yeah, yeah, it gets an I, F from me. I, you, I won't you go can't that far. Bring me up. You can't bring me up the way they did last week, where I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe, and then come down with this fucking nonsense. I don't know what was worse. No. Do you remember when you and I, Chris, both gave it a show an F? <laughs> was yeah. it as bad as that one? You think that was pretty fucking awful? That was just, I mean, everything about that show, that was an early show, eh? I can't that even one remember was, now, but yeah. That show was like, I don't even know how to describe that one. That one was like, you're you know watching what? it, and you're just like, what the fuck? What? You know what? How I'm going with Chris. How much fucking drugs was this guy on? F. You get it's got to be an F. It's a, it's a go-home show. That's why it's an F. If it wasn't, I'd say D+. But since it's a go-home show... We've had, we had a lot of bullshit. They want people to buy the so-called pay-per-view. Great selling, Tony. Great selling. Great way to get people to buy that shit. Just so yeah, an around. F. An F for me too. Bad all around. I'm not looking forward to Sunday. Um, all right. Don't worry, guys. I've got you. I'll, I'll get it with my free credits. I'll get the official right. pay-per-view so there's no I internet mean, interruptions. You better because I'm not watching it otherwise. Well, no, we're going to have to review it. We're going to have to review it, guys. Come Oh, before we go, Chris, do you want to do... Should we save it for Uncaged or do we do predictions now quickly? Uh, I guess we can do predictions. Well, yeah, you, you, you guys cool with it? If, I'll get the card up right now. Yeah, it's yeah, got to no, be quick. We'll, we'll I, I got to Yeah, I know. I don't blame you. Oh, trust me. I want to stop right now too. But let's go to Double or Nothing card because I'm sure we'll be quick. Um, but in the meantime... Jeff, no what did you give the show? The I am. For fuck's sake. B minus. B minus oh, from Jeff. Whoa, he gave it a B minus? A D wow. minus. Oh, D minus. Oh, thank God. If Jeff said B say... minus, you'd have heard me yelling. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like, <clears throat> what drugs are you on, Jeff? But, um, yeah. Uh, I would have anyway. been angry. It would have been Jeff. What? <laughs> what? 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 What the fuck uh, are you talking about? I got my yeah. uh, care package from Tony this week. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! I see. Well, guys, I got the card up, baybays. Right. Go for so, it. So, um, let's start with Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole unsanctioned match. Uh, I guess Cole's gonna win this, right? I mean, he better. Jeff. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna win the the, fa- the heel loses unsanctioned, so he says it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah. So then it doesn't matter at this point. So let's move on to the next match. It is Ethan Page and the Guns versus Oh yeah and the Hardys in Team Climax versus Ethan Page and the Guns. Um the Hardys and Cassidy. Guys. Yeah, team team orgasm wins. Yeah, team orgasm. 
Chris? Sure. The stipulation, by the way, is that if Hardy's win, uh, Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. So that'll at <sighs> they least love keep doing... them together. And they were kind of fun for a little bit there. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's just, you know, wrestle crap shit. That's what this shit is, right? It's funny in, in, to an extent. But Sometimes I'm sick of these stipulations, though. Yeah, but how many times have they done this stipulation already back and forth? Too many. Too, too many. many. It's This is nothing new. So who gives a shit about that? But we all say Hardys and Cassidy. Anyway, after that, we have the AEW TBS Championship match between Jade Cargill, your champion, and Tyre Valkyrie. Do they have the balls to pull the trigger and have Jade lose? I'm going to ask you guys first, then I'll make my mind up. Nope. Chris? Nope. Oh, Jeff? No, nor should they. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way out left field. I'm gonna say Taya Valkyrie gets the win. Okay. All right. I, I could see Taya Valkyrie getting the win I, I in some kind of lose, a way man. that allows anyway. Jade Cargill to keep the title. Like I could see them doing something like that. Uh, how do you do that? But that's a bit of yeah. what, like a countout yeah, victory DQ or countout or something. Yeah, Jade. All right, whatever the DQ'd. whatever the case, I think Taya's gonna win. Whether it's count-out, disqualification, I don't know, but I, that's my feeling. Um, anyway, up next, we have the Blackpool Combat Club that's not from Blackpool in Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, Moxie, and Yuta versus the elite in Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks in an anarchy in the arena match. The elite win this one, surely. Guys? I think the bad guys win because of Don Callis and Takeshita turning heel. Ah, you know what? Fuck, it's a hard one because we do need to build towards Kote Bushi coming out, right? So I can see where you're coming from, Jeff. But Chris, you? Um, I'm going to go out on left. I'm going to go out in left field here. And this is probably going to be wrong. But I would really love if um, if Callis and Takeshita were sort of the red herring where they came out to try to uh, help BCC win, but it looked like the Elite were still going to get the win anyway. And then Hangman Page, who has recently Oof. bled with the Blackpool Combat Club, losing his eye, uh, turns his back on them and becomes heel. I would love that. So that's what I'm going to Fuck, that's too compelling for AEW, though. But that sounds Probably. good. Don't get me wrong. I like but... that, too. I, I think I said something about that Hangman Page should join them, and now he's, he's been uh, baptized in blood with them as well. Um I wouldn't mind this, that, and I think I think it's probably the one thing that can actually salvage Paige. Um, Yuta's still there, but yeah, that, that'd be interesting. But either, either way, it's the same. It's the same result. So you know what? You guys convinced me. All right, fine. It's yeah, Blackpool Combat Club. Something has to go down because to build the story further, obviously. So yeah, you guys are right. Plus, didn't uh, the elite get the best better of <laughs> the Combat Club at the end of Dynamite? So yeah, going by Wrestling One Hundred and One. Surely the Blackpool Combat Club does win that, so I'll switch from the Elite. Anyway, next it's the AEW Women's World Championship match in Jamie Hayter, your champion versus Tony Storm. I feel like Hayter needs to lose at this point, but will she? I'm not sure, but I'll go with Tony Storm. Oh, Chris? Oh, um, I'm going to say Jamie Hayter. I, I don't think that this is. Been... She's useless. That's the only reason yeah, why I, I, don't... I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd be happy to see a title change too, because title changes are a little more exciting. But, um, and I like Tony Cakes. I, I'm happy to see that belt 
just slightly above her ass because um, it, it gives the camera guy something to pretend he's focusing on. <laughs> yeah. I just think um, haters had it for way too long at this point. I do too, but I think the money is in her losing it to Brit. I there's no yeah there's no point in having her lose this match. Well, if they can get there, Jeff, you said uh, hater wins, right? Retains. I mean, is the cop out of her say I don't care? I mean, they're basically the same person. It's for um, points. It's just for points. They, they look the same. They wrestle the same. They they oh. have the same accent. I mean, oh fuck off, Jeff. God I mean, damn it. do I sound like a fucking cup of tea? Like, yeah. seriously, we um, don't have the same accent and we got better teeth for crying out loud. All right. Just um, <laughs> I think that they're going to they're gonna do a title change. I think that even though they they reverse the interim label from Tony Storm's title run, and because they have Soraya who really can't wrestle that often, but they have this faction that they want belts in, but Tony Storm isn't exactly a former WWE person, even though she really well, sort of is. But she is. But I she's not Soraya and Ruby Riot who sort no, of grew up there and and no, of course, got right. famous there. I mean, she she was she was there for a cup of coffee and she very publicly hated it and left. And, you know, basically took a ball. So, and if Jamie right. Hader really is hurt. This is fine. And the money might be in Brit taking it from Hader, but you know Jeff's rule. There's no money in women's wrestling, period. If there was, <laughs> Sasha Banks could sell out 3,000-person uh, arenas, and she can't. Um, and Trinity would increase Impact's ratings, but she hasn't. Um, and really? Britt is also injured. She she has a bad back. Jamie Hader's injured. And so I, th I think the safe thing is to take the title and move this along. You you can... You know, having a champion with with a little bit of a pack is you know is fun. That's that's a lot to chase. Why not? Right? Yeah. Well, so we both and, go. And Storm. some titles need to change hands here. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. So Storm for me and Jeff, are you going to stick with Hater, Chris? I'm going to stick with Hater. Yep. All right. Well, next we have the 21 man blackjack battle royale. For who's the... in this fucking match? I have no idea, man. It doesn't I even do. tell me. You do okay. off by hard? Okay, tell me, Jeff. Okay. okay. Well, we have the limitless, the natural limitless ones. They're in it. Swerve, but not his posse. We have the varsity athletes. Um, we have the butcher, the blade, and Kip Sabian. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We have uh, Brian Cage. I don't think Brian Cage is in this. I, I could have sworn he was. But Did I, I hear Ricky Starks say that he was Rick, in it? There's Ricky Starks, Jay oh, White, uh, the Juice guy is in there. Orange Cassidy. There, there's there's 21 people in it, so there, there's no room for a Joker. So the one thing that's interesting about this it isn't there, unless somebody gets hurt and they they you know pull a, a Joker or somebody gets it's, attacked from behind. It's Ricky Starks, man. Only because Jay Jay White should fucking win it, but Starks will win it because Jay White got his win last week or whenever it was so yeah surely it's starks right i'd be okay with either starks or jay white winning I, i'm afraid that orange cassidy is somehow going to retain this thing that's what worries me too so oh, oh best friends are in it you can't have starks versus cassidy for starks to lose right What, what do you mean, Starks versus Cassidy? Where? Well, when does that championship match happen? Does that happen later on in the night, like the no, same no. night, right? No, that's the match. That's oh, the match. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait,
Oh, so it's for the title. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty oh, are in this shit. match. Oh, yeah, Big nah. Bill and Little Lee. Big guys. Yeah, exactly. Right. Move and on. The, right, I got no the, hope. There's a bunch of people that have no hope. I mean, my hope would be Kip Sabian. He's the one. He deserves it. Wow, I hate Kip. I don't know what you see in him, but whatever. I didn't see anything in him until that until he had that that title match where the psychology was just brilliant. All right, <laughs> then. So predictions. Uh, this is hard, but fuck. I'm gonna say Orange retains because TK is a marked hard. I'm gonna go with Ricky Starks. Juice Robinson, baby. <laughs> Ricky, I got your back. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Ricky should win, really, but Cassidy, I don't know, man. I'm going to stick with Cassidy. Anyway, next we have the ladder match for your AEW TNT Championship. It is Wardlow, your champion, versus Christian Cage. Wardlow clearly wins, even though I want Christian to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. Boys. He, he desperately needs the win. Christian doesn't. I mean, this whole thing is stupid. He's, he's picking it Christian's is. match. He's a big guy who doesn't move so well. He's supposed to lumber up these unsteady ladders that they have here. The refs will probably hold it still for him. Yeah. <laughs> Wardlow retains, which gets us to Luchasaurus, which is another non-challenge challenger. Chris? I feel like Christian Cage actually does need the win. Um, I think if he loses this, the feud's over as soon as it started. And um, I just think that Christian has lost basically all of his, uh, you know, all of his recent matches, all of his recent programs. So I think that he needs the win. I think they'll probably give it to him. I'd love for that to happen, but whether they give it to him is another thing. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. Well, next we have your AEW World Tag Team Championship match with special guest referee in Mark Briscoe. It is FTR, your champions, versus Double J Lethal. Uh, I'd love for Double J Lethal to win this. They won't, though, unfortunately. Oh, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to fucking... To progress this story, Double J Lethal should win this. I want them to win. Or we're going to get the Miss Elizabeth and fucking Macho Man hugging and kissing like Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe will by the end of it. And Lethal gets rid of Jarrett somehow. I can see that happening too. But I'm going to go with Double J. The Double J's. I, I don't know. I, but that's my hard talking, not my brain. Because FTR will probably retain. Chris? Um, I think FTR retains. And I think that you spin that into a, a nice long feud between Mark and Jay. I think that those two actually trust each other with each other's bodies. I think that the whole thing about them being friends is a nice story. But in reality, what that turns into is that they'll probably work well together um, in a feud. So I think that that's probably where they're going. And, uh, yeah, I think that you're going to have Jay extremely pissed off at, at Mark. And they, Again, this sounds so weird saying Jay and no, Mark you're right. in reference to the Briscoes. But, but, yeah, I mean, Jay Lethal, I think, is going to be able to come out of this pissed off at Mark that they didn't get the win. They're going to spin that into a program. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, you know what? Can I take it back? FTR wins. What am I thinking? Seriously. I mean, is FTR, I would laugh if FTR lost only because, like, with Aussie Open being, Aussie Open, sorry, being being Thank signed, that, that that they'd be like, I can't believe we signed the four-year extension. Oh, we're, we're, we're being buried again. They're, 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 
Yeah, FTR yeah. retains, and and I think that Chris's narrative is inevitable. No, you're right. That's why it convinced me. So I'm I'm going to go with FTR too now. Uh, but last and least, it is your fucking four pillar match, the least match I'm looking forward to. It is for your AEW World Heavyweight, well, sorry, Junior Weight Championship. It is MJF, your champion, versus Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara in a Pillars four way match on a pole. MJF clearly retains easily. Chris? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to book it that way, but yes, MJF needs to retain. None of these guys have proven that they're anywhere near ready to have a championship. To be honest with you, them getting this much TV time has done nothing but expose them. I agree, 100%. Jeff? I agree. MJF retains. I don't know if they're going to add any matches to this card or not. I mean, I know Tony will add matches. I just don't know if they'll be... I mean, yeah. we still don't have the How are they going to get six be. hours out of only these matches, Jeff? <sighs> you well, know what was good? In his press conference, he said that he was being cognizant <laughs> that he wanted to keep all the pay-per-views under four hours. I don't think they've ever had a pay-per-view in four hours or less. Yeah, bullshit. Can, can you, you know, try to keep them under three? <laughs> you know what's funny? When we did the the Night of Champions predictions, it was so fast because it was only like seven matches. You know what I'm saying? And already this is just an, an over-fucking-kill of matches. But anyway, guys, Chris, take us home, man. Nine fucking matches. All right, anyway, Jeff. Where can the people find you, O Gardener of Doom? Ah, uh, yes. You can find me at, on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. You can find me here on the PWC and where we cross-pollinate with Hameen Media Group and Channel Attitude. And uh, my shows are all here, including Hammerlock Hangover, a wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena, and Garden of Doom and Garden Views, which are not wrestling-related at all, more esoteric, eclectic, you know, things that go bump in the night, history, alternate history, fun stuff like that. So check that shit out. I think you'll think it's tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's me next, Chris. Yeah, go for it, Jimmy. Where can the people well, find you? You can find me right at Twitter at DJ Mass Effects, and also you can follow all of us at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network. We can find all our shows, channelattitude.com, haminmedigroup.com, and there, that's about it. Sweet. So for Jimmy T, for Jeff Lippman, uh, you've been B. a great audience. You've been a great audience. We've been the PWC. On behalf of the PWC, just before we go, I want to give a shout-out to Billy Body, who, uh, you know, just to get this out of the way, since you'll probably eventually get fired by a number of, of other places, you can't come to work for us. You're fired already. Um, other than that, thank you very much for being here, audience. We will see you next week for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite, the Wednesday Night Skirmish. Ole. Uh, thank you. And Billy says bye. <laughs> Evil, my friends.
The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Belt? Huh? 
Tony Khan, and all of you are hitting the panic button because you desperately want somebody to take the Triple B off of me, don't you, yeah? Is that right? Well, guess what? Guess what? You should be worried, because I just may take my ball and go home. Because this is my ball! I earned this ball! I took this ball! And I have run with it faster than anyone can keep up around here! And this Sunday, you people are going to find out, yes, the three of these men are supremely talented. But much like the rest of this roster, none of them are on the level of the devil. We've heard from three of the four pillars, three of the men involved in this four-way match. Darby Allen, microphone in hand. Seems like we won't have to wait long to hear from the fourth. No, 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 cut his music! Cut his music! Cut it! Darby, I'm glad you came out here in your cute little stilts. But I'm a little busy. You, you got something to say to my face, huh? Max, I've lost a lot in this life. Lost. But I never lost my mind. I know exactly who Darby Allen is and where I'm going. But that always wasn't the case. Back in 2011, I graduated high school in Seattle, and everybody told me, play it safe. Don't expect much in life. And I listened to those people. And you know where that got me? It got me working at the 99 cent store cleaning toilets. And this one life I have isn't meant to be spent cleaning toilets. It's meant to be spent as a professional wrestler. So I moved from Seattle to Atlanta and I started living in my car. Long nights in that car, I used to talk to myself and I always said, you do not deserve to leave this car until you make it as a professional wrestler. And then AEW came and saved my sanity because this company gives me something. It lets me live the way I want to live inside this ring and outside. For example, no other company is going to let me skateboard with Tony Hawk. No other company is going to let me take a car and jump over my house with Travis Pastrana. Hell, even next year I am climbing Mount Everest. I am not a moldable puppet. You cannot create me, I am me. And I want to be the face of AEW. To become the face of AEW, I need to become world champion. This Sunday at Double or Nothing, I am taking your championship. And I might even do it with a headlock takeover. He is our champion, and he is the lowest form of life on earth. Now in that dynamite diamond ring. MJF was loading up that right hand, but Sammy Guevara just comes sprinting down the ramp. 
MJF heading for the hills. He wants no part of Sammy. Well, we've heard Sammy say he's this not. is not going to lay down for MJF and out here, the Pop Dickens yeah, comes rock, Jungle Boy. Rocking a hard place here, Taz. Yep. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, Whoa. MJF, oh, trying for the two. Yeah. And Jack Perry taking the champ off his feet. This is the thing that the world champion MJF's got to be aware of come this Sunday. It's not just one opponent for MJF, it is three other men. Who will leave the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas as AEW World Champion? Is that a shot of our future, Tony? I think it is. I really think it is. I think Jungle Boy right now is wrestling his best. I originally thought Darby, but I'm going with Jungle Boy. The odds are stacked against the champion. No doubt about that. Well, that is not the only championship match coming up this Sunday. The TNT Championship on the line in a ladder match.
you for that, especially since emotions are running very, very high. This contract is for an unsanctioned match, which means by signing this contract, AEW is not responsible for what could happen during the match on Sunday at Double or Nothing. This is a personal contract between Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Adam, you will take a look at this and sign your name. Cole staring daggers at the eyes of Chris Jericho. Take him off to put pen to paper. Cole is ready for a fight. That attack on Dr. Britt Baker, CMD. For weeks, I wondered why you did what you did. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't process why you thought it was a good idea to have me handcuffed to the bottom rope and make me watch as Britt was beaten over and over again with that kendo stick. And, and you, you directed traffic. You screamed again, again. Again! Maybe, maybe, Chris, it's because you're a scumbag. Maybe it's because you're a disgusting human being. And even though you are both of those things, that's not why you did it. You did it because you truly believe that you're invincible. You think you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, because you're Chris Jericho, and AEW should be thankful to have you. Well, Chris, we're going to find out how invincible you are this Sunday when I beat the living hell out of you. Chris, honest to God, AEW, AEW should be thankful that this match is an unsanctioned match. Because the blood, it's not on their hands, it'll be on mine. And that's just the way I like it. I hope you know it is taking all the power inside me to not dive across this table beat you within an inch of your life, right here, right now. But I can't. So instead, let me explain exactly what's gonna happen to you this Sunday. Sunday night, we're gonna find out if you can walk. Because I'm gonna break both your legs. Sunday night, we're gonna find out if you still wanna run your damn mouth because I am going to shatter your jaw. Sunday night, we're gonna find out if you can, if you can write because I'm gonna break your hands. Uh, so if I were you, I'd hurry up and sign the paper, bitch. We agreed no physicality here, guys. Come on. I ain't no bitch.
I'm not from Las Vegas. Okay, Adam Cole is signed and apparently... But before I sign, I think maybe that head injury of yours that you're out for nine months might have affected your memory because what happened with Britt Baker and you was not the way you described it. No, 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 no. I remember exactly how it happened, and I'm going to remind you right now. Roll the clip right here from Pittsburgh. What kind of a man, what kind of a man would allow the love of his life to get the crap kicked out of her a mere inches away from him? That was you! She got destroyed with a candlestick! And you want to touch me? Touch me! You're a coward, Cole. That proves it right there. And on Sunday, you are on sanctioned match with me. No rules. No one can be held accountable. I'm going to knock your damn teeth down your throat. You can't beat the Ocho. You know you can't beat the Ocho. Oh, oh. Oh, you want to end me? <laughs> no. You're not gonna end me, Cole. All right, it's because once again, you got outsmarted. No rules, there's five of us, and only two of you. You're right, Chris. There is five of you, and only two of us. Which is why I made a little phone call to someone who lives here in Las Vegas. It's a guy that I, I idolized growing up, and trust me when I tell you, he as one man is crazier than all five of you combined. Who's crazier than the Jericho Appreciation Society? Homicidal. Suicidal. Oh, no. Genocidal. No way. His name is Sabu. What the? What? Talk about reinforcements! I know that guy! <laughs> You've been wow. in a war or 50 with that man! Holy cow, I got goosebumps! And Chris Jericho, he knows Sabu very, very well. He knows Sabu's history. He's been in the ring with Sabu. He sure has. Sabu is one of the pure toughest men you're ever gonna deal with. I'm telling you, you put it through hell, he keeps coming back. Jericho's shocked, I'm shocked. And Sabu will be in Adam Cole's corner this Sunday at Double or Nothing for the unsanctioned match. Talk about an equalizer. Sabu's a highly, uh-oh. Oh, oh, yeah, well, there you go. That's all, Brent. And look at the Jericho Appreciation Society scatter. I'm telling you, Sabu is highly unpredictable, insanely dangerous. Insanely dangerous, bro. Trust me. Chris 
shocking turn of events, dude. This match, this deeply personal match, somehow becoming even more interesting. But you want to talk about interesting? Let's take a look at our AEW Women's World Championship title match.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.